Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the post-episode issues. Game of Thrones, Season 5, Episode 6. Unbent, I mean unbowed, unbent, unbroken. I'm sorry, I had bent over stuck in my mind for some reason after that episode. <laughs> Holy shit! None of those things are true anymore. Talk, ab oh. talk about double, triple meanings for episodes, guys. Holy crap. Did you see that coming from the name? Oh, she didn't see it coming. Sansa Stark did not... She felt it. She felt it coming, though. She felt something coming. Holy shit, everybody. But welcome back, everybody. Oh my god. First off, to anyone who's checking us out live, we're really sorry we're a little bit late tonight. My HBO Go didn't update, so the episode didn't start till 20 past the hour. You don't know how frustrating that is when you're sitting there refreshing, refucking freshing. God damn, you update the damn fucking thing. Oh, happy birthday to me when the episode doesn't even show up on time. I was just getting ready to do that. I was about to crack a beer. Three philosophers for the show tonight. Mm. My main man. Cheers. Thank you so much, everybody. And I'd like to thank everybody in the chat and everyone that's been sending me the birthday wishes. I really appreciate that. It's been a great fucking birthday so far. Lots of Game of Thrones. I'm a little bit under the weather, but I'm playing in pain because we got to talk about tonight's game of epi episode of Game of Thrones. But if I'm playing in pain, Sansa Stark's really playing in pain. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. So let's set things up first, everybody. If this is your first time checking us out, please share your thoughts. If you're jumping in with us live, jump in the chat live. And if you're listening to this on some other embedded location and you're wondering where the chat is, go to the actual video live to the YouTube page and you can jump into the chat and join the discussion. But whenever you're watching this, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and everything that you just fucking saw. Holy crap. And before we go any further, I do want to say a very special uh, shout out to Ren Renwood, who's dealing with a personal matter. We won't go into detail, but just wanted to give you all of our love right now. And everyone in the chat room, give Ren all your love right now. She's uh, dealing with some personal matter that, sh that I just wanted to make sure we send out all our best well wishes to you right now. If you need help, call a crow. Exactly. Call Katie Crow. So, oh, gosh. So let's get right into this because there's a lot of crap to talk about in this episode. There was a it was a very oh, thick so episode. It, it was interesting how the episode was kind of split into two halves. We dealt with the like, first half was dealing with uh, the Dorn or the, was dealing with uh, Arya stuff mixed with. Uh, oh. So good. So awesome. We got we got to see all the Arya stuff. Awesome mushroom cloud poof Joe says do chronic. Sansa bit the bullet and did what she was forced to do. Braun top knot. Bye. <laughs> By viewer request. request. Yes, by viewer request. So, guys, if you want to reach me and you have a special comment that you don't want to get through, that you can't get through the chat, and you want to get the comment right away to uh, to me, you can email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com. You can also leave a voicemail in between now and the end of the show at 781 990 8509. So, let's get the fuck to this shit. So tonight's episode starts off on Arya, and I and I feel like we've been missing Arya lately. I, oh, yes, I, yes, yes. It's yes. been a while. I we definitely some do. Arya satisfaction, oh. and I I think they gave it to us tonight. They did. They gave us a whole whole big Ooh. chunk of Arya. We got slapped yeah. with some Arya right across the face, and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> slapped across the face. Slapped across the arm. It seems or twitched. <laughs> switched rather. Sw yeah. It seems like he was listening to our conversation and he thinks she cared about the mountain. I think Jaquin Hagar agrees with me that she yes, kinda liked yes, the mountain. Yes. I mean not the mountain, the hound, excuse me. The hound, yeah. Uh. <laughs> she absolutely they grew a twisted sort of bond. 
Oh, and yeah, I'm sorry, I screwed up at the beginning to say the first half of the episode was Arya mixed with the Tyrion in the Jorah Mormont stuff, which I thought tonight was. I like how they switched things up and we got Tyrion at the beginning of the episode. We've we've been in a habit lately of getting Tyrion only a little sprinkle. I think we got full-fledged Tyrion tonight. I loved Peter Dinklage. And this being the anniversary of last year's sixth episode was The Laws of Gods and Men with the amazing Tyrion speech. But but great, great stuff. Great with dwarf penis. We got to find a dwarf penis hey, merchant. Hey. Yeah, hey. You, you will yeah. never be able to prove it to these people. Yeah. No, no, no. Penis. Think again, Phil. Think again. It was at a fucking BC. At a BC knows his cocks. Hey, he hadn't seen it yet. He hadn't seen it yet. No. If you thought, if you think Tyrion's got a dwarf-sized penis, man, think again. <laughs> and a lot of people in the ca- in the chat are saying uh, that was cool that they don't want us to forget about the hound, some hound love. I was uh, I was very much enjoyed that. Well, wow, we got a complete full chat room, and you guys are going crazy already. We got all of our great friends: Stacy, Aggie, Catfish, Bruce, Farcloud. Farcloud, thank you for the birthday wishes. Do Chronics in there? I think I saw Steel Sabus in there as well. Thank you, everybody, for jumping in, and thank you so much. I just have to say. Uh, for all your comments, all your shares, all your likes last week. It was a really fun, uh, fun discussion, and you guys helped the, that video do really, really well. So, again, thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you. Many thanks. And, okay, so so tonight's episode starts off with Arya washing uh, more bodies. Oh, we got a couple comments. Let's get in first. Uh, Tim says, today is my birthday as well, and well, so far, this is the best day ever and gets to be even better because, well, now I get to watch you on this motherfucking show. Oh, well, it's just Game birthday. of... Well, it's just Game of Thrones. Was actually Tim's uh, Tim's request. Uh, Oh, I think it was as well, and it's his birthday present from Joe. Well, it's just Game of Thrones, so I'm not as big of a Game of Thrones fan, but I do enjoy like what the fuck is Cersei gonna do this time, and what new Branda Crazy is she gonna put out this week? And oh boy, did she bring the Branda Crazy this week! And and so I'm gonna call into the show, but keep in mind that it'll be the first time in a long time I've had to use English. So if you don't understand me, that might uh, that might be it. So you must That's be the- okay. Oh, if good. Phil doesn't really understand that it was you who called, he'll just say you're a robot voice or someone disguising their voice. <laughs> don't worry about it. And and don't worry, I'm a native English speaker and I can barely speak the language. Uh, Big Kev says, "Sick, I have the munchies. Can I eat the whole thing?" <laughs> oh, he's looking at the cake. If uh, anyone's a member of the uh, the community. Community, the Friends of Phil community on Google Plus, you can see the cake that was made for me with the, the Game of Thrones penis on it. She put uh, Theon's um, cut off penis on there. <laughs> and I wanted to wish the best, happiest, freaking fantastic birthday ever to my favorite YouTuber and all around awesome guy. Who, Joe? Yeah, I mean, Phil. Okay, thank you, Anna. Banana, you're fucking awesome. You're s- sweetheart. So, okay. So, so let's get into this thing. So the episode starts off, Arya's washing more bodies. It seems like since the last time we've seen her, she's just been sitting there uh, washing, washing yeah. tons of bodies. Her hair seemed a little longer. It did. And I almost thought she was drinking the Kool-Aid at the beginning of it when, when she sort of seemed to be in a trance and they set it up mm-hmm. really well in, in a kind of dark way of showing her washing the body, cleaning it slowly yeah. up and down the legs. She's uh, very zen about it. Yeah, she's she's been doing it for a while now. I think she's uh she's comfortable with the bodies. It is. I a think she's caring and loving. Cast. Seeing a little bit more of what yeah, what it is than just cleaning dead bodies. And Danielle, I've been looking forward to this as well to talk about some Game of Thrones, and we're glad to have you in the chat room joining uh joining us right now. So I'm looking forward to you as well. Uh, Ren says, loving the hair, Joe. Ducronk says, Tyrion may have started that rumor when he said, it's it's luck to suck a dwarf's cock. Maybe it got mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> yeah, a Lannister starts a rumor. It's gotta go all over. The yeah, because a Lannister. I'm looking cake. I want to eat that. Uh, do you, are you looking at the cake now? I'm looking at it right now. I just pulled it up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she did. She, not bad on the throne. Not bad on the throne. So, so she's, like she's got the balls removed. Those are tits. She wanted oh, there. Okay. Those are tits, balls, uh, Theon's dick. Bum. She, I asked for a Game of Thrones cake. That's what I got. That's what you, she did a good job. So she's cleaning down the. And if anyone wants to see this image, uh, you can check out my Twitter. I tw I tweeted it out, or it's also on the uh, the Game of Thrones, uh, the Phil community on the Game of Thrones section. Uh, what are the rules of book knowledge about book knowledge here? Um, you can share book book ideas in the chat. I might not say them out loud, but as long as you give uh, hefty spoiler warnings and all that sort of stuff, just spoiler warning the shit out of it. So people can uh, people can stay away from it if they want to. So the episode starts off with Arya washing more bodies, slowly down the arms and legs in the House of Black and White where we left her last. She's quiet and she's washing. And actually, it's funny you said that, Katie, because I said her hair is looking different. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's been there for weeks, you know, so there's no real good stylist. She hasn't been out really explored the town too much. Well, it just seemed a little longer because it was already chopped pretty roughly the last time. Absolutely. Uh, Automatics. Happy name day. Yes, it is my name day. And I've uh, Ren, ma yeah. <laughs> Ren made sure that I don't kill anybody today because it's bad luck to uh, kill anybody Go on my to the back of the head. Oh, no, not for me. For me, Joe, you can kill anyone you want. You can pour you can pour tubs of gold over any little prick's head you want on my name day. Just, you can't name them either. <laughs> it's bad luck. It's bad luck to do your list yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so. So she's just quiet. She's trying to figure out, she can, but she can't. And then two figures come and kind of take the body away off this, put it on a stretcher. And it's, you can see she's trying to keep her eyes. I think this is hilarious because she's trying to keep her eyes straightforward and not show attitude, but she just can't help but bug the shit out of her eyes about what's going on. She's just like, nope. <sighs> and just show well, that. Leave that door open a crack. Yep. She looks at the like wide open first door and then she glances over and the other door is open a crack. <laughs> so could that be an invitation? Am I supposed to walk through the door? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Stacy E wants it. to know, little side question, but so do you put the dwarf's penis on a necklace and suck on it like the kids do with those like candy pacifiers? Pacifier at a rave. No, 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 no. Yeah. You grind that shit down. <laughs> And you use it for salt on your meals. Mm. Is it called dwarf porn? Like it, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> you're gonna eat it. You can either like sprinkle it in a drink or put it on your meal, but it, you use it as seasoning and it lasts longer. It, it prolongs your. Uh, you can dry it, powder it, and snort At least that's it. what I do. I don't know what they do in the Game of Thrones world. Dry it, powder it, and snort it. Bruce wants to know if Katie can uh, ruffle her feathers again. I'll, I'll, let me try. Let me try. Katie, Daenerys is a good mom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh they were calm down, Katie. Calm down. I'm sorry. I was kidding. It was just for an experiment. I'm sorry, Crow. I'm itchy. I'm sorry, Crow. Uh, Catfish Gamer says you could snort it like Coke. <laughs> Snort. Yeah, that's what that's what Katie was saying there too. Yeah, <laughs> trying to sniff that shit. Just uh, Joe Joe Nathan Variety Station says just deep fry that shit. It tastes great. You add a little you add a little hot sauce. It's delicious. Fill it with butter. Everything's good fried. Everything is good mm. deep fried. It's true. It is true. So she gets a little bit of attitude when they get in there, and uh, Arya kind of goes towards the door to see what's behind it. And the girl from last uh, from a couple weeks ago. 
the waif stops her and says, back to the body with you. And she, and Arya immediately gets into Arya attitude. She's like, excuse me, I'm not going back to wash one more dead fucking body until someone tells me what the fuck's going on. It's just a funny situation, like f fly in the wall in this, fly in the house of black and white wall to hear our, someone talking like this. I'm not Can washing. Can we just play a game instead? How about that game we were playing? You tried to play. All important game, you know? She says, well, 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 listen, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And you try, we tried to play that game you guys are talking about and you are you know, a game of faces. Yeah. And I, I already and you already failed at it. What? I already well, failed. Tell me the rules, bitch. Come on. Now, who are you? <sighs> who are you? I'm no one. Fuck you. You're not no one. Get back to work. You're done. Bye. <laughs> and Arya goes, "Well, who the fuck are you then, motherfucker?" <laughs> and I got to admit, I yeah, I bought this lock, stock, and barrel just like Arya wanted. I fed this. I started eating. I'm from Westeros, just like you came from the same land. Uh, I was the daughter of a lord, except I was an only child. And uh, and my dad remarried after my mother died. And wife number two had another daughter and was pregnant and didn't want to compete with me. So she tried to kill me with poison. I found out first, sought out the help of the faceless man, and my father was a widow again. And I've served them ever since. So as she Lies. she approaches her and she says, oh, is that true or not? And Arya's like, what? Like, it didn't even enter Arya's mind that this girl might be bullshitting her. She's not listening to you, Joe. No, you saw in her face, Arya was was softening, like, oh, and oh, we can connect and be girlfriends. <laughs> oh, you bitch. It's not like Arya is a secret to like, uh, isn't isn't accustomed to secret identity. <laughs> you know, she was a little boy for, for, for a couple of months. And and Bill Bill said yes. Uh, Arya had that "What's in the box?" moment. What's in the door? What's in the door? What's in the box? Stacy asked, "Who knew the waif was full of shit with that story?" I would have beat the shit out of her for lying. I think Arya wanted to beat the shit out of her. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. yes, Arya's wanted to beat she the shit out of her for a did. while now. I'm surprised she hasn't made the list. <laughs> let's pl let's play a game of truth or dare. Uh, Bill says, I knew she was lying out of her wafy like ass. I added the wafy like part there. Yeah. <laughs> Chat's going crazy, guys. Love, love you guys in the chat right now. Uh, Big Kev has another happy birthday, Phil. Love, love the cake. Oh, he's, he's, he's taking a look at the cake. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, I'd eaten that whole fucking thing, man. You got a good lady there. Yeah, it's delicious. Yummy, yum, yum, yum. So as uh, she approaches her and she asks her, she goes, did you believe what I just said to you? And Arya's like, uh, duh. And then she goes, then give back to work. And then Arya goes back to work dumbfounded. As we cut to her sleeping and Jakin Agar uh, asks her, who are you? And she wakes up like, what the fuck? Am I just dreaming this shit? Do I just think about this 24-7? No. Who are you? How many times did he have to ask her before she finally woke up? I think it was, I think it was three. I, or I'm pretty who sure. Who are you? It, it entered what? into her dreams for a second. <laughs> Who are you? She says, I'm Arya. Where'd you come from? Westeros. My family's home is Winterfell, daughter of a great lord, Eddard Stark. He died in battle. And she slaps her. Liar. Why do you think she lied there? Um, I think she was trying to take a cue from the wait. Okay, you think ah. that she thought that's what she was supposed to do? That was a clue. I think, I think yeah. that's what she thought she was supposed to do. Faces, um, be different people, even within your own right. story. What's what is your story? Your story is what you make it. You know, yeah. like yeah, 
Like, uh, and we see that later with her yes, too. Yes, how family. useful that skill is. Allison, effectively. Allison says, it's funny how people really believe Arya will become nobody and won't get revenge for her family. She became everybody, but not no one. Sorry, English. I think she's saying English isn't the first language. And I, and I, I think that was important to uh, a question. We, we had this a couple of times uh, in uh, people that were talking in the chat before the episode started, a couple of questions. And it might have been something that uh, Steel Sabus sent me as well. A uh, question about Arya and what we think about the whole situation, what Jakinagar actually, he asked her at one point in time to name names of the revenge and I'll kill three people for you for the red and all this stuff. And then he's kind of pay- playing a trick on her and double-siding her by saying, now you have to give up who you hate. But it seems like at the end here, he's going to, she's not going to become no one. She's going to become no. many faces. She's going to use elements of the faceless men to to kill all the people she wants to kill. It seems like, at least that's the direction yeah. I feel like it's going to go. I, it seems like it's a, a play on words. You become but no one by becoming everyone. V- very good point. Very In good point. Sense, the, you, like you are the faceless God. You are the many faced God. You are whoever you need to be in that moment. And that doesn't necessarily exclude revenge on her part. She, and she is, avenge Arya Stark. Absolutely who she is anymore she uh bill says she lied lied about hating him doesn't mean she liked him oh we're talking again uh uh catfish gamer because she doesn't want her dad to look like he died in an unmanly way possibly what would happen if we crossed Arya? knows how everybody knows how ned stark died and everybody and he knows that she's Arya stark yeah i think she was playing the game and like testing the waters of what this game is supposed to be now, there's, uh, she probably likes him in a weird, resentful way, like being a bad father or something. The chat's kind of going crazy right now with the discussion that Joe and I had at Nauseam last year about, <laughs> about Arya's relationship with the Hound and, and what ultimately that ended up. I think it's important that they mention the Hound again. I think it was yes. cool yes. that they brought him up. And for all those people that have, and this isn't spoiler, it's speculation, those speculations about the Hound still being alive, I think this was, this was some fuel for that the fact that they just bring him up again and i left him i wanted him to die there yada 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 i mean i still i still happen to think uh i i don't know what i feel about that i think i i happen to think that's one of those theories that i believe that the hound's still alive but well i think it i think he's still alive in her for for the hate and the twisted love or whatever she feels for him it's not just hate that's too simple an answer. <laughs> there, it's a multi-dimensional thing where he is still existing in her as someone significant in her life. Now, Mum to Muses asks, my question is, can you just leave the faceless men like one, like one tries to leave the mafia someday? Is it possible to leave the faceless men? Joe, do you know that? Curious. I don't know the answer to that question, and I'm going to say... Sure, why not? <laughs> Bill says... Join, so does it ever matter if you want to leave or not? You just are. Uh, Bill says... Ooh, ooh Katie, Katie. Uh, Tim, Tim wants to buy some pot from you, the way you're talking tonight. Uh. <laughs> Bill says, it's not really known if you can just leave the faceless men. I doubt it's that easy. Uh, so, and then we got Sandor Clegane. He lives. Yes. Uh, surrogate father of murder and vengeance, Carl Drago says. Uh, Stacy says, I did throw up a little bit of my mouth last year watching you all debate the love-hate thing. <laughs> Dragon says, I still, I still, I'm still on the side of, of, I don't think she was lying. I think she hated the motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, uh, 
so she goes into the whole thing and, uh, okay, he, you lied. He had to flee. He, I fled the Capitol after he was executed. I had a, I had to stab a stable boy, uh, drove a sword in his back. Liar. Slap. Liar, liar. Okay. I stabbed him in his gut. Uh, uh, my father and brother were murdered by Walter Frey. I, I, Walter Frey. I love how we actually heard his name at least this year, even though we're not going to see him, uh, because I do want some Frey revenge at some point. So I'm glad. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that he was at least mentioned. So he's just. We're just not going to forget about the phrase here. And well, we even even though he's not been mentioned, Walda has been mentioned true, many true, times. True. She's in a lot of scenes, keeping us. To remember that it was this alliance between the Freys and the Boltons that got the Starks the killed. Swan, uh, Tim, swan, don't don't worry. Swan. There'll be plenty of Cersei hate when you get back from uh, your coffee run. <laughs> and uh, that's, yeah, we And you don't have to apologize, Stacey. It gets pretty crazy sometimes. <laughs> Fuzzy man, she's uh, adding Ramsay to her list. Yeah, if she knew what was going on there, she would. So, uh, so she gets into killing Polliver, telling the story of the Hound. Uh, I wanted him to suffer. I hated him. And then he hits her and hits her. That, and she goes, that's not a lie. This girl lies to me, lies to the many-faced God. And she lies to everyone. She does not want to be no one. She yelled. She lies to herself. She lies to herself. And at this point, she's down on the ground. It's really hard to watch this. It's really hard to watch someone beat the shit out of Arya. It was tough for me. I'm like, I'm like I love Jakina Garbert. Stop hitting fucking Arya. Like, I want to bust through the TV and and get killed by him trying to protect her. So she yells, I'm not playing stupid games anymore. And uh, we never stop playing as she tends to her wounds. And as I just said, it's just so tough seeing uh, Arya get get manhandled like that. I can't. Yeah, it is. And, and uh, <laughs> she learns how to lie too fast. In uh, uh, She learns to lie quickly in the books too, Allison. Oh, we got a couple of uh, comments in the chat about the books. Uh, so then we go over to Tyrion and Jorah, and Jorah's looking at his wounds, and T Tyrion's like, so this village uh, we're supposed to find, uh, what, if, what about that? We can wait, 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 I have a question about the grayscale. Yes. Is it, do you have to do, touch directly the grayscale on the other person, or is it transmittable by blood or just any casual contact um those are I think touch is one stuff. of the ways but there are many ways to catch it and it happens in wet moist areas damp areas it's not so much in westeros it's very rare in westeros but in this other part of the world it's very very popular especially in volantis where uh <laughs> they just came from where yeah, they send them yeah, to one yeah. of two places either valeria or the uh, sure sure now now just to go with your question katie i'm going to read a a, uh, a comment from uh, or a, a message from Steel Sabus. I think uh, thinking two of the previews that were put right before Game of Thrones season five started. Now that Danny has reopened the fighting pits, it jogged my memory, and I was clearly remember as we know from this episode, Jorah fighting in them in a couple of preview clips. I thought that was cool back when I first saw the previews, but now I'm aware that he already contracted highly fucking contagious grayscale. Ooh, if that's he right, I didn't even make that connection. Yep, I'm waiting for him Ooh. to just start caressing all these guys. If he really loves Danny. Like, is he, if he just starts touching up on them, does it have to be with that one little spot? It's an interesting point, and it c continues. If he really That's loves Danny, how selfish and stupid is this? I'm pretty sure I see a clip of him standing super close to her in this defensive circle in the fighting pits. Why wouldn't he just deliver Tyrion to take 
take off at, take off at that point? Hasn't he just considered the fact he could start an outbreak of grayscale? It seems like we know from this episode that mm-hmm. he was he was caught in a slavery, so he did it to save his life. But still, he still should probably be like, maybe you guys should just leave me here alone. Take the yeah, dwarf penis. You I know. gotta warn you of something before you make any decisions about me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And uh, well, he ditched the boat. I see that he has done as the stone man went, went up a little bit. Shireen caught it by pressing a wooden doll to her cheek. Uh, not that he had the information. I guess I can maybe see that why he keeps it from Tyrion as Tyrion will try to get shit away from him if he finds out that Jorah is infected. He definitely yeah. should not be touching all. This is what you were talking about, Kate. Should not be touching all on Tyrion, though. More what the fuck arises i guess skin to infected surface surface is much be how it works i'll try to reserve judgment until he actually gets to danny yeah there are a couple of seemingly contradictory infectious routes throughout the story and i'm a little confused yeah i think it's uh you know all sorts of shit can get you Anything if if touch can get you i'm sure a sneeze gets you i'm sure blood drops will get you i'm sure you know, any kind of droplets will get you. That's what I'd go with. Benjamin says, I can touch your skin and it's going to get me like any part of your bodily fluids is going to get me. And yeah. That's but just there's a good also, word of fun, um, you know? I and, mean, it's been transmitted through objects and over like that object traveling over a fairly long period of time and it not dying up now, before it gets to the baby know, also, Shireen. Also, it's known that, you know, for all the people who said, can you cut an arm off or cut a leg off? Sometimes it works. Sometimes mm. it doesn't. So that would lead most people to think, well, you can either give it a shot and it doesn't work and you go through all that for nothing. Or you just, those people who have survived the limb cuttings were just the people that it was going to regress and go away in. Mm. Anyway. Had some immunity or, yeah. Like or maybe Shireen it's genetic some somehow. It attaches to the person's genetic profile. So the, nobody really knows. They're not that scientifically based. Mm-hmm. This is all information from Meisters, and Meisters are notoriously wrong about it. It is a fictional story. Now, Catfish Gamer says, uh, Grayscale Army, it starts in the pits. Carl Jago says, Jorah wins in the fighting pits by touching a guy and just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the Komodo dragon Route. And just starts running away. <laughs> Bruce says the uh, plague may be coming. Bill says I think Grayscale. I think Grayscale has begun by magic, and Shireen was targeted by Targaryen supporters. Interesting. Dr- Dragon says Westeros general. Uh, Westeros general recommends universal precautions when treating Grayscale. <laughs> Surgical masks and latex gloves, please. <laughs> and uh, Bill says there was a Comic-Con panel after season four when a guy asked people to raise their hands if they're still alive and the Hound actor was kind of hesitant not to raise his hand. Okay. Ooh. 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 I think he's dead. He it, had it, some pretty grievous well, wounds and no one was coming to help him. I'm sure he was told to do it that way if it came up because nobody really knows and nobody saw him die. And if you don't see someone die on TV, we know they're not dead. Exactly. Half the time we see them die, movie rules. they're still alive. Yep, so, yep. could but you? I think he's dead. Apulia wants to know if you could burn Did the grayscale off. Sisters eat them or what? I'm not <laughs> I am offering my own unbiased opinion. <laughs> Be- Benjamin. Have notoriously loose beaks, you know. Mm. Benjamin. Superstitions and stereotypes will not serve you well in this life. <laughs> Benjamin says that Jord needs the antivirus from Resident Evil. He was the villain in part two. <laughs> he was. If the stone men are left, uh, left 
alone long enough, won't the grayscale end? I guess that's probably why they were isolating them like that, trying to get everybody that has grayscale in one location. It, is grayscale ultimately fatal? Or yes. do they just live out the rest of their lives as stone monsters? I think eventually it takes you, from what from what I've read read about it, eventually it will take your life. Yeah. Curious. It doesn't, it, it, uh, it drives you mad. Who knows, really? Because, uh, you know, I mean, maybe they do know. Maybe they've, like, captured a few stone men and put them in cages until they died or... Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's not like we have like high science going on here too. The maesters are, you know, we're dealing with middle ages science, so it's not really like they mm-hmm. they don't know too much about what's causing it. It could just be the rats causing it, something like Book that. Book idea: They put out the uh, Game of Thrones cookbook, Game of Thrones medical series on grayscale. Ooh, wow. <laughs> and other ailments. Of- and other ailments. Yeah, a, a book of grayscale corpses. I think you have your first book, Crow. I think you should start working on that right now. This is important information to the survival of my little, little known fact, uh, gerbils were responsible for the plague, not the rats. Thank you for the correction. I really do. Oh, uh, April, please, on the gerbils. The, uh, on the gerbils. Rats. Uh, April t- it, Everyone wants to blame the little guys. April T says, has anyone heard the possibility that Jora will take some of the... Uh, the Victorian story and run into a red priest that will burn his arm and stop the Great Skull. That that's a good possibility. That's what I was thinking was possible. That's been done. It has been done. Here, okay, so we'll uh, so let's continue here. So we go to Tyrion and George. George's looking at his wound. He says, "Where's this village we're supposed to find? We can't live on berries and roots." Uh, and George's like, "I can." Yeah. And then Tyrion says, "Listen, buddy, you're the worst traveling partner ever. <laughs> you are you are the least <laughs> charming man I have ever met. Is is that true? I've taken this vacation together. And he goes, I'm not your I'm selling my portion of the timeshare, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. it. This isn't working. No more road and boat trips with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this shit is not working. I'm not your companion, Tyrion. He says. Tyrion says, but we're living together, so we're Kiberians. <laughs> Companions. Jorah says, yeah, sorry, I told you I'm under the weather a little bit. Jorah says, do you ever shut up? And he says, oh, well, I was in a box for, for months traveling and I never said a word. I keep quiet. And you never shut up. Why, why were you in a box? Oh, and he goes, you never thought to ask before. And he, go, he goes, uh, you never thought why I was in a brothel halfway across the world? And he goes, eh, no, I didn't really think twice about it. You visit brothels in all cities in yeah. town. I figured that would be the first. Lannister vacation. Right. <laughs> From what I learned about you, Mr. Lannister, I, that seems to be your M.O. <laughs> And he says, listen, I killed my father and he wanted me executed for a crime I didn't commit. And he was fucking the woman I love. And Jor gives him the, oh, really? Look like, holy shit. You mean Tywin Lannister is dead? Yeah. Yep. Ooh. And, then yeah, he g- yeah. and then it continues. Oh, and he yeah. says, he says, uh, you know, at least your dad was a good man. When I asked him about his men up at the wall, he knew all his men's stories. He cared about him. We shall, what do they say? We shall never see his like again. And Tyrion's oh. being so genuine here. And yes, Jorah yes. Jor just gets this look like, what? Yeah, he's shocked. Shocked. He's absolutely dumbfounded by this. He had no idea. None. I felt really bad for him in that moment. <laughs> Claudia Jacobson says, Jorah's no brawn. He keeps leading Tyrion into, directly into danger. Yep, he's the anti-brawn. <laughs> and anti braun on like every level he's he's not charismatic he's a drift <laughs> he, he won't keep booze around for Tyrion. Mm. 
Uh, uh. He might as well be one of those fucking weirdos at the church in King's Landing. <laughs> and v- v- Vince wants to know the important question of the night. Are there really cock merchants in Essos? Yes. Yes, dude. There are in China, for goodness sake. There's cock merchants <laughs> everywhere. You dude, need... I got a couple of numbers for you. What's, it's, like the, it's like the big Lebowski. You want a toe? You want a toe? I can get you a toe. Six o'clock tonight, I'll get you a toe. You want a yep. penis? Yep. <laughs> you need the right connections, yeah. sometimes international. You need a left toe or a right toe. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> left nut or right nut? Which testicle do you need to replace? It's like going to a junkyard. <laughs> Which replacement part do you need? Do you need the left nut or the right nut? <laughs> China. Yeah, Brazil, that here, right, Brazil. Mexico, there you go. Like Tijuana. Chelsea. Tijuana. And uh, so, so I'm area. taking this from a peripheral vision of the chat room of what I think Bill just wrote something about blue balls and Jor's. There's a joke to be made about Jor's going to go uh, sell his blue balls and try to get some new ones, considering all the problems Ooh, he's been dealing yeah. with. Maybe blue balls are extra sacred. <laughs> Jora Mormont Sr. was a total badass. I mean, come on, he gave John John Snow John Snow Longclaw. You, you would think blue balls would be the delicatessen, but those are like they're more common. That's the more common. Mm. <laughs> yes, but we get we got people listening to the Lebowski line asking, do we want the cock with nail polish? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how pretty the cock is to begin with. Yeah, and <laughs> Something about hearing a girl say pretty cock just makes me pause for a second. Sorry, Katie. And uh, Dra- Dragon says, in great acting by the guy who plays Jor because his face said how much he really regretted his previous actions. He took him away from his father. I got to say, again, this is another episode that I can't say enough about some of the great acting performances, yeah. not just from our normal people that giving great performances. I've been hard at times on Alfie Allen, I believe that's his name, the guy who plays Theon. Yep. So fucking yes, awesome yes. in the last two episodes. No, no, no. We haven't been hard on Alfie Allen. We've been hard on Theon on Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, yeah but, but which goes to speak to uh, how great. But he Alfie was Allen. he 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 wins. He should win a but he should win awards for his performance. Too. Like he was yeah, excellent. Tyrion tonight. has won them. Other people, the production, the directors, the writers. Uh, Alfie Allen, I think, deserves Yeah, that look in his face at the end of the episode and just seeing everything through his eyes mm-hmm. and the transformation into Reek from into this season yeah. finally being Reek. It's it's yeah. I, I just have to give it give him he yeah. he won the episode for me. If we're if we're playing like who stole the episode tonight, uh Theon Greyjoy stole the episode for me in the in what I wanted from him at the end. And you could see in his face that he, he wanted, wanted to, to do Yes, yes, to. yes. Oh, he shit. should have. And this is why that motherfucker needs to die. There is Do it, no Joe. Do it. Theon Greyjoy. This was his chance. He had his chance. He didn't take it. Ugh, why would he not have taken it? Well, I'm just going to stand in the corner and fucking cry and watch this little girl that I watched get raised be fucking brutalized by this fucking shit fuck who cut my fucking penis off. Oh. Uh, see, I think you oh. know that would get him and Sansa killed. No. Cat. No. They know every inch of this fucking town. It's not like they're in the Dreadfort. It's not like they're in the woods far the fuck away from where they grew up. These two know every inch of the surrounding yes. 10 miles. And by the way, Joe. Level as a hero do you, Joe, very low right Joe, now. Joe, do you know who else knows every inch now? Sansa. <laughs> Yeah, Sansa, well. She knows every, I'm, I'm sorry. It's I don't like you talking about Sansa like that. I'm anymore. sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing. For all the shitty things that have happened to her, 
finally something of substance that's shitty has really happened. Yeah, for for real. That was that was an intense scene, and well and well, amazingly acted by amazingly <laughs> acted by her too. Shitty things it's, to yeah, it's been substantial. And oh my god, <laughs> fucking penis boy. So, so now I'm dying to know what happens to. There is Lack no redemption for anybody boy. who said that there should be redemption for him. Go fuck off. Fuck well, yourself. He has no depends. redemption. He's going to cry ach, and watch his little fucking poor girl. Joe. Katie, do essentially raped by her. Joe, okay, let, let the crow talk, crow. There is no such thing as redemption. It's about making the choice to do the right thing at the time, regardless of the consequences and what it will do for your rep. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Redemption. Do you have a response no, no, to that? I have the opinion about. about you know, he should have redemption, sure. I guess everybody should have someone in their corner rooting for them to be redeemed, but it's not going to be fucking me. He's not a queen. Oh, Steel Sabus, it was a horrible joke. I f- <laughs> He's a bottle. He's a human being <laughs> Go who get has his been deposit terribly back. tortured by both the terrible things he did and the terrible things that have been done by him and that are now being done to his surrogate sister. Yeah. They, he, they have every chance in the world to kill this motherfucker. At some point, you're no longer a victim and you're a willing participant in your own fucking court. If and, he was killed, it would just be putting him out of his own. And I already feel so bad for my for my Sansa joke. I, I'm just jealous. Uh, I just I I would treat her so much better. I would treat that lady so much better than that. I'm I'm. Je- I would treat her like a real lady. I would treat her. Like, I'd whine and die. I treat her more like Tyrion with just. How about Love. the extremes? Like, yeah, like Tyrion, don't worry, my fair lady. I shan't touch you if you don't want to be touched. <sighs> don't Yo, mess with the Stark like, girls. Like, we we got two we got two we got two people hitting and abusing Stark girls in one episode. I don't like that. I don't like seeing Jakinagar beat the crap out of, of of little Arya. I don't like what happened to Sans at the end of this episode. Things I feel been horrified. Going too well for the, the Stark. Stark if they are. Children. We've like, one got made, one got one got for the Stark and, Stark and Snow Children, one gets made a, a Lord Commander, and another Snow Child gets gets uh, gets made legal by his daddy and King Toman. And then the two Stark girls, well, they get whipped and raped. So things are good. Yeah, things now are going great for them. Ooh, let's jump into the chat. Vin the says, "I'm hoping Theon will eventually go Darth Vader on his master and save Sansa yes. like Vader saved." I think I think everyone was hoping that that was the moment. I was I hoping that was Bill. the moment. He had the perfect opportunity to just stab him in the back of the head with a knife. Uh, he wants to tell her so bad that her brothers aren't dead, too. He almost, I thought he almost did tonight at one point. Scout says, I have no sympathy for Theon. That was his opportune time to kill Ramsay. Aggie says, it was the hardest scene to watch for me. Literally made me yeah. shake. Poor Sansa. Me, too. I was hor- I was yeah, sweating. Yeah. I was so horrified by that scene. Christopher it says, very evocative. Oh, such heavy emotions yeah. there. We're talking about the, we're we're busting our nut a little early, like Ramsey did. Yeah, yeah. Catfish Gamer says, "Yep, I can't wait for for Dick Cutter to get killed." Uh, Carl Jogo says, "No wolves this season. Taking a year off to figure out how to do direwolf CGI, I, I guess." Uh, yeah, I, I, they, I always I thought dragons. they should have been a little better. Blah. But they're still they're still pretty. So they are beautiful. So, so let's get let's get back on track here again. So he says, "Oh, you didn't know." Uh, Tyrion goes to this. We all went on this rant because of how awesome Jorah was. So we went on a Theon rant, but because I think Jorah and Theon really were the two standout performances of the episode. I really loved both both of them in this episode. Uh, so, and I'm I'm kind of still traumatized by the Sansa stuff. What was that, Katie? Without having to utter many lines, yeah. it was just their expression and their body language that really conveyed what they were feeling, what they were going through. 
Absolutely. Beautifully done. So, so, uh, so Tyrion says, oh, he's dead. And I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And, uh, and Jorah's like, what the fuck happened? And he goes, I only know what I heard. He was leading a group and there was a mutiny and he was killed by his own man. As Jorah just looks so miserable. He's sad. As someone said in the chat, uh, he just was looking at every mis- thinking about every mistake he made and not being there by his father's side to help him out yeah. or just whatever. Just that he my- never got to redeem himself if that can be done in his father's eyes of all people. At least he might not know it, but at least his father could see some. And I mean, I'm not sure if Jorah would be happy about this or or upset that mm-hmm. at least he could uh, fulfill some of what he wanted to do through Jon Snow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who we didn't get any Jon Snow tonight. No Jon no, Snow and no, no Daenerys tonight. No. Is this our first episode of the season without wall stuff? I, th- I think it might be. Maybe. It's because everything's in transition. Yes, jo- Jon's on his way to Hardhome and Stannis is on his way to Winterfell. So we didn't really have anything to do with the yeah. wall. Yeah. And what's his name is... is uh. So the first ranger there, he's in charge of, of the wall right now. Uh, Thorn. Oh, unless yeah. Thorn went with him. Yeah, I doubt Thorne went with them. No, because uh, I, I I assume John went alone. The big question someone asked this during during uh, in one of the chats is my big question. This comes to what we were just talking about a second ago. Does Ghost go with them? I would think so. You, you could. I would hope so. You would hope so. We're gonna we're gonna get some Ghost. You're John the... Snow, and you're now Lord Commander, and nobody tells you what to do. You're bringing Ghost yeah. everywhere. Snow with yeah. you. Ghost with you everywhere. 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 He's, everywhere. Yeah, he's a part of John Snow. And vice versa. Yeah, the first thing he did when the when the battle started, I need my I need no I need I need ghosts. Sam, go yeah. get him out. That's a spirit animal. So you don't leave them behind. So <clears throat> so Zora looks so fucking sad and angry, and then he eventually just says, "We better keep moving." So we go back to Arya cleaning another body, and uh, and or cleaning cleaning the floor. I mean, and another yeah. and a body's brought in, or a girl that's still alive is brought in by her father. The father comes well, over well, to. It looks like a body. He's carrying her, and it's real dark. You right. can't even yeah. see the guy. Yeah. But but the but Very the silhouetted and, and you're not even mysterious. sure who it is. It could be Jakena Carr. I thought first. it was at first. So the man comes up to her and says, "Valamagoras, Valadaharis," and I have nowhere else to go. I've taken this. I spent all my money taking my daughter to every healer. Spent every penny I have. She suffers, and I want it all to end. Ariel looks around and says oh me and then she says with her sad eyes as she approaches the girl that says it hurts she goes don't be afraid she says i used to be like you i was sick i was dying but my father never gave up on me he loved me more than anything in the world he brought me here prayed to the many-faced god i drank water from this fountain and it healed me beautiful did you like that i didn't like that i didn't i it's not that she lied i thought she should have been a little bit more honest about what the water was going to do. She was giving the little girl mm. peace. Yeah. I, I think, think so. the best way that she could for a little girl. I think yeah. the job of these people are to find the best best way to bring someone to death. And a little girl wants to die, die believing her dad is trying to save her, not trying to give uh, up. That's you know what? what? The game of faces you know what? is about. It's the about game of faces. The... <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, it's about knowing the truth despite how much someone tries to lie to you. And nah. knowing the truth gives you the story that they need to hear in those moments. Well, y- yes. But I also think it's, a, uh, to touch on and what kind of, I think it's about, not the game of faces, but what she's doing and, and the whole their whole philosophy in general is just say whatever you can so we can mount another fucking wow. head in the chamber. 
That is cool. <laughs> that is fucking freaky shit, man. It's sacred spiritual stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Spirit, spiritually you know, freaky. With his barrels filled with. with yeah, his... it's more like people. Dahmer didn't take people in that were requesting to die or have their loved one die because they were in excruciating pain. Dahmer was a lonely dude who thought the only way he could get unlonely was by <laughs> yeah, so taking people you. hostage. That's the conspiracy. That's what they them, want you to torturing think. Torturing them and then keeping. That's what they want you to think. So, no, that's what they want. So Jakina guy's watching this whole time. The fucking governor's headquarters right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching I this whole time. loved Jack and Hagar. What happened? Uh it's just pretty it's just freaky, that's all. What? I'm just Did saying you not I'm think just saying some freaky once, shit was I think, going I on. I think in things there? go a little bit beyond religion when you start mounting all your fucking dead people. What's the heads difference in a between wall? that and crypts and graves not and, much. and not much. The, the, Embalming? Are Joe, you kidding me? Joe, the tell the truth. It's the sewers of Paris. You humans drain people's blood <laughs> humans. and then replace it with caustic chemicals that poison the earth as that body decays in it. Oh, you fucking dirty hippie. <laughs> a head display bothers you. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a little freaky. Yeah, it's... it's. <gasps> that was a lot of heads. They were well-preserved. I think you're they just pissed off because he hit your... Because he hit Arya. <laughs> yeah. He went there for help. He didn't go there to have his daughter killed. Yeah. Oh my goodness! He was like, I've yes, been to every did. healer. I don't know where else to go. They're like, don't worry, we'll kill her. He is not looking for healing. Her he face will go to good use. Don't worry. Yeah, her face Being will go tortured. to good use. Don't worry. It serves oh. a higher power. Don't worry. Got a little girl that's gonna love this face. Yeah, I know the perfect person for this face. <laughs> I know the perfect. Yeah. Ooh, what is she? A size eleven? Can I get her back? <laughs> So, so as we go, as we cut to the bed, and we hear uh, she's in bed being uh, Arya's or the the girl's dead in the bed and being tended to by Arya. Arya's doing her thing as Jakinagar appears to her and goes goes out the door that she's been trying to get into and leaves it open a crack so she can see, so she can follow him. She comes down the stairs and she sees the bodies being carried past. She sees candles and she's following him into a chamber. As we walk into a chamber, we're following her eyes to see what's going on. And as Joe mentioned, it's a room with tons of towers and compartments. And in all the different compartments are different faces of dead men. I mean, there's like so many shelves and compartments everywhere. Did, did you like how this was done, Joe, compared to what, how you imagined it visu visually? I really loved it. Me too. I, I thought... Honestly, I loved it. I thought this, it was... I want to say something. This is one of those scenes that knowing visually was coming is something I feared would look cheap, could have looked mm. cheesy, and it didn't. It, it looked fucking yeah. awesome. It looked fucking yeah. awesome. Scary, freaky, yes. and, and not, not weird. It, just, it was like, oh, okay, this is where they keep the faces. Ah, that's how you like. I'm picturing like they need a face and like this magic shit swirling around and like like foggy stuff. And all of a sudden, like one of those faces is the face you're wearing all the way on the other side of Westeros, and and you're killing people. You know, some sort of fucking weird magic shit. Like it made perfect sense. Like, oh, that's how they change faces. I get it. Just on the aesthetics of the whole chambers and stuff, it seemed like they took a bit of a cue from. These tunnels that they have in France that are like the walls of the tunnel are constructed of skeletons Ooh. and skulls. And it's a big tourist attraction. Yeah. It's the, some the, the sacred old. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it that looked very much like pictures I've seen of it. Uh, they don't let crows fly down there. 
asshole. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember whole heads. <laughs> like I, I, no, I've skulls. seen the stacked bones, and yeah, the stacked the skulls. They but used like, the clean skulls. The this clean was more skeletons. governor-like <laughs> from The Walking Dead. Katie, Katie, uh, uh, they were just fish tanks. <laughs> Katie, we have a question. Do you think sure. Daenerys will get grayscale? We had a question oh, for you, Katie. I hope so. I, I well, think she can't get Jorah, Grey Worm. Might as well get Grey Worm. I either think that she will feel sympathy for Jorah and look for any way to to heal his grayscale, or he will come back to her, confess his love, give her his best advice, and kill himself after warning them all of his grayscale. And giving them Tyrion. Now, a, yes. cu- a couple more comments. Uh, Carl says... Uh, we'll get to that one in a second. Halloween party at the House of Black and White says Dragon. Woo woo! Uh, Carl, Carl Jago says, why did she pick the old lady's face to touch? Any parallels there? Um, she was one of the bodies that she was cleaning. Was, was she? Was she? Because they did like a little face montage of yeah. elders that she was cleaning. And I think that was one of the... I am not absolutely sure but i think that was it one probably of the was one of the people cleaning. that came through vince says the music that played when aria walked in the room was epic yeah it was like so fucking the music in this episode specifically mm-hmm. was really really great and really fed the scenes yes. really well they set the moods very well bill says they have to die at the house of black and white for their faces to be there and uh and i was gonna, I was gonna well, ask is, is like yeah, uh that's how they join the many-faced god yeah. that is the representation of the many-faced god yeah. And Ren said the room reminded a little bit of uh, Moria, the Mines of Moria. A little bit. Like, it, it had that sort of deep inside a mountain kind of feel. It was a really, really great scene visually, as we as we said. I can't say enough about the visual aspects of that scene and, and how everything with the music just just coming together as uh, as she's just wide-eyed looking at all the faces. And she's concentrating, as, as uh, one of the listeners was saying, at, on on the certain old woman, and Jakinagar walks around her, and he says, uh, "Is a girl ready?" And I just wrote in my notes, "There are faces, tons of faces, tons and tons, like tons. like like Matrix level faces. There's just tons of faces." The many faces. Like God. like these pillars, the, this room, this hall. This hall is huge. It's almost like they've walked into the it's TARDIS of, or some or it's some catacombs. shit. And the pillars are just massive they're like six feet round and you know basically with only about three inches between heads each head is framed in its own little box and all the way preserved. up the concrete almost perfectly preserved and and like the walls are all the way and they go 20 30 feet high you can't even really see the ceiling <laughs> couple couple of quick moment. comments before they pass by bill says quiburn would uh, nut his robes if he saw the heads in that room and claudio says do we think we've seen we'll see faces of former people who've died in the show i was trying to look they made it cloudy enough that i couldn't really get a good glimpse of any of the faces i saw ned stark's head yeah i would no you liar slap liar (laughs) i swear i saw no you didn't slap slap It's kind of sad. Vince says it's kind of sad to see Arya get involved with these people, though. If you think about it, she was really waiting to go to the wall to see John, but the boat captain said he was going to Bravos. And it uh, that a lot of people are saying that in the sense that they're not enjoying seeing Arya or the idea of Arya becoming nothing, losing who she is. And and I think I think if we learned anything from this episode about the, the development of this. I don't think that's possible. I don't no. think I don't think she could okay. stop being Arya. Okay. I don't even think that's really what the message of 
people of uh, Yakin Hagar is. It's... I don't even think that's the that could be happened. Like, come on, man. None of us are who we once were. That's the point of life, man. We grow, we learn, we progress. We put lessons. on many faces put, you know, throughout our like, lives. We're not the same people we were when we were her age. And if we were. Man, shame if we are shame shame the fuck on us. <laughs> Allison says, "Do you know what would be yeah, Allison? That's a great one. It wouldn't it be awesome if we just see G- uh, George R. R. Martin's face in the middle there somewhere?" <laughs> <laughs> and Catfish Gamer says, the "I wouldn't go- be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, the trolls are going to hit this hard, mm. and they're going to mm. be scanning these stills, and they're going to be looking at every single face, and they're going to be trying to figure out: Is that George Martin? Is that mm. Ned Stark? Yeah. Is that Rob Baratheon?" Because no doubt there might be head molds. I mean, or, they, they had to make a mold of Ned's head. Why not use it? Or again? did they go all Oompa Loompa, go all Deep Roy Oompa Loompa, and it's just clones of one <laughs> it's head? GCI, yeah. yeah. It's all like just tons of little. Yeah. Of course. So he says, is a girl ready to give up her eyes, nose, tongue, hopes, dreams, loves, and hates, all that makes a girl who she is forever? He says, oh. no. As she, as she gazes on one on one face, not ready to become no one, but ready to become someone else. So, so my question to you is: the next time we see Arya, is she not going to be Arya? I don't. Ar, okay, every time we've seen Arya. No, let me rephrase: the next time we see Arya, will she be wearing someone else's face? I'll have to get more cut and dry for you here. No, I, I think no. she needs more training no. for that. She ain't putting on any faces yet. She's in the. Uh, she's a Kevorkian. She needs to. She needs to make you believe she is someone else without changing the way she looks before yeah. they allow her to change her looks to get you to believe she is someone else. She's all, She's only on the Kevorkian level. Kevorkian level. Like she got a really sick girl and her like hopeless father to believe a lie they both knew was a lie and desperately yeah. wanted to be true. That's a vast difference than. Lying your way into, say, Tyrion's soldier, uh, Tywin soldiers, and killing three of his fucking, you know, people underneath their nose and getting away with it, and helping, you know, his squires escape. There's a big difference, you know. No, I just a between those lies. We mentioned that Jack and Hagar was kind of lurking in the shadows, right? Watching this whole thing with the little girl. Yes. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Okay. So, which is what triggered him to be able to come to her and, and tell her she right, was ready right, to go right, downstairs. Because right. he, he saw that she was able to manipulate. I guess that was the thing. He could see that she could change her tactic and could change her play and wouldn't always be, be all, what the fuck? What are you doing? It seemed like a setup when they showed him back there behind the curtains. Like he figured this would be the perfect test for her. And Catfish Gamer says she's a pad one right now. And that, that's, that is perfect. She's absolutely yes, a pa- yes, pad yes. Pad one learner right now. She's she's learning. Uh, Big Kev says, can't make the show tonight. Happy birthday, Phil. I'm at a live final table. I just wanted to drop a quick happy birthday. Good luck. Rake in the chips, buddy. Rake in the chips. Uh, So cut back to, in. uh, someone said, what about Mace Terrell and Marin Trent? I'm sure we will see them by the end of the season. Uh, So we cut back to, uh, anything else on Aria you want to touch on, Joe? She's the one true king. Arya's the one true king. (laughs) I think she is beyond king. King doesn't even matter for her anymore. 
None of that shit matters for her. She is the one true nobody. Lola has a question. Jakin Hagar is such a badass. Why was he captured in the first place? Probably because he wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. He he might have some of that like foresight. Uh, yeah. Do you think maybe he like, chose Arya from the very beginning yeah. and put himself in the right position to be in the right position to meet up with Arya Stark? I don't know. I'm, I like these I priestesses. Yeah, a, a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Or what if all along he is a water dancer? Yes. Sirio <gasps> Ferrez. Oh! The first sword. Everyone's. Every, oh! Everyone is hoping that, but I, I, that to me, I want that to be true because I like Sirio Ferrez so bad, but that doesn't seem very logical to me, really, when we get down to it. I wish it was true, but I don't. I think you're more likely to see someone who brought his body back to the, there and his face is a face that can be used, and maybe Arya will use his face. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Well, wouldn't that mean Another that question. maybe Jack Hagen was using Sirio Ferrez's face? To, oh, 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 Sirio Ferrez could have been Jack and it opens right. up a lot of it opens up a lot of possibilities. The, all these faces. Well, now I'm wondering: Do these are all these faces people that have died in that? That's what Bill said. The, Bill uh, said that all the faces are people that have died in the House of Black and White. Okay, so they're not like shipping people over. Right, they don't have like a shipping receiving center. The face receiving. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where we ship and receive faces to the House of Black and White. You got a new face. <laughs> Has Did, it been cleaned yet? No, no. Beep, 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 Oh, man, this is my sixth head today, man. Oh, they leak everywhere. His height is an illusion, Stacey. Uh, the people, and a couple of people have, uh, Jakinakar did impersonate as a guard, and he needed Arya's help to escape from a burning carriage that imprisoned him along with the rest of the criminals. So while he's... <laughs> <laughs> did he really well but she, but good point yeah. she says oh, well yeah, you had a bird's eye view you tell us Who just because just because you're a master of assassination bird. doesn't mean you're an escape artist <laughs> just a master of the disguise a master assassin a master liar a master manipulator a master of whipping girls with switches <laughs> yeah you can get out of a little fucking cage on the on the road to the wall Serio's so, brother oh, is in the uh, is in the sixth book. Anyone, if anyone hasn't already, read some of the Excuse preview chap chapters. Excuse that for sure. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's continue here as we cut back to. Uh, obviously, we can talk more about Arya if she comes up, just in chat or whatever. If anything else pops into our minds, so we cut back to Tyrion, and uh, Tyrion's asking Jorah, "Why, Danny?" And I thought this was a real. I think. It's like Tyrion is sitting inside the chat and listening to the people talking yeah. in the chat. Right here, cut back to Tyrion. Now, what's this, Danny? What, what's all this shit about this, Danny? Yeah. He and, basically throws the same argument at him that he threw in the boat too. Like, like you know, you're taking me there. She's gonna kill you. Too. Yeah, but he get, he goes to a different point here that I that I think's more important because he says first of all he says uh, why why Daenerys uh, the Mormons fought against the Targaryens in the war and Jorah says do you believe in more do you believe in something bigger in this world and Tyrion's like no and Tyrion goes you're a cynic same as me neither did I till I saw a girl step in fire with three stone eggs and I thought she'd be dead but I found her alive with baby dragons have you ever heard a baby dragon sing and it's hard to be a cynic after you hear that. Tyrion says, and this is the important part, he says, That doesn't make her a fucking queen. Yes. He goes, Targaryens are famously insane. What happens if she, okay, so what happens if she conquers the world? Uh, you know, what do we get? A thousand years of peace and prosperity immediately? And Jorah says, first, we need to, and he goes, we? 
Okay. Okay, oh, yeah, Mormon. Yeah. Let's no, pretend. No, and then we and then we and then we rule. He says. And then we rule. He says, "Okay, Mormon. Let's see if your pl- let's okay. Let's pretend your plan works and you deliver the enemy dwarf and all your dreams come true, <laughs> and you defeat the enemy and you watch her climb those steps. Long live the queen! Yay! What then? Yay. What happens? And he goes, "She rules." And then Tyrion says, "This is the so a woman. Yeah, she rules. A woman who has not spent a day of her adult life in Westeros rules it." And that's justice? Well, she has the right. Why? Because her dad burned men alive <laughs> for fun? Yep. No. And uh, I just thought it was very no, interesting. No, she has the right. Not because her dad burned men alive <clears throat> for fun, but because her great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, the great Avon the Conqueror, united the kingdoms and burnt thousands of yeah, can we, can, with dragons and now she has now dragons, she has dragons. And unless you want to get your ass burnt alive which is why for all those people who say "Ooh, don't let the dragons free they're gonna ah. eat everything alive well you know what that's what dragons are supposed to fucking do and if you want people to fear your fucking dragons have them eat the fucking countryside have them eat a couple of fucking cities and then guess what you roll into westeros and everybody's like well you know what it's yours we don't just like just like Dorn did and just like Winterfell. Now now we're about to uh Yeah, don't move in next to tigers either. <laughs> so right as Tyrion says that, Jor grabs him and he says, Oh, a slave ship's there. And as bam bam bam, if two shakes of a monkey's ass, we're suddenly you're in Oz. And Adam BC is there. And someone oh, said yeah. that someone said in the chat also, or Mr. Echo, if you're a lost fan. Uh uh, it was also on a, a short-lived uh, Cinemax show. He's, I, I love this guy. And it was really cool to oh, not... To, this was the first time I've heard him use uh, speak in this kind of accent. And he was excellent yeah. at it. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is his natural... Vo- I think this is closer to his real voice, where we've heard him in other parts. Always do the, the thick... Uh, the thick uh, African accent, but I'm just glad they didn't have him with one of those fucking hats on his head. Yeah, the little hat hanging off his head. So, on his head someone there. also asked, "Does this mean that Adebisi has a grayscale now because he touched Jorah?" And that I was wondering. This is where I was making those questions in my yeah, head. Yeah, no, there's there's good when every time he put his hands on Tyrion, I was like. Yo, well, Tyrion was okay. Okay, the men under the water, but uh, over the clothes, and that's what I kept seeing every time yep. he put his hands on Tyrion tonight. I was like, "Oh, okay." <sighs> but over the my clothes, voice safe. over no, the clothes, even still, no man. Some shit was rubbed objects. into. No, no, no. Katie, Katie, I, Katie, I'm with, I'm with you on this one, Katie. It's like rags, all right. And then he gave the doll to fucking Shireen. Uh, Tyrion, Jorah's not using Tyrion's shoulder as a fucking cum uh, rag. It's just a slight touch, uh, not like rubbed up and down on a fucking, you know, Stone Man's Johnson before he was given to fucking Shireen. So it's the Johnson that transmits it. Oh, get over your prudish fucking, you know, Puritan fucking I'm asking asshole self. a very pertinent <laughs> so, question. So oh, as, don't eat the hog. Don't so, eat the hog. So well, who's it's good for you? So Jorah grabs him and and, uh, and he says that they're salt mine slaves, and he says uh, that they're going to take Jorah, send him to the salt mines, let him uh, let him do some work there because he's strong. And he goes, "What they go? What about the dwarf?" And he goes, "Ah, cut his throat and chop off his cock, sell the." <laughs> Sell it to his, uh, sell, uh, dwarf's cocks have magical powers. Tyrion says, listen, listen, listen. 
listen, 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 guys. You haven't covered my mouth yet, so I'm, I'm gonna use my brain to talk. You give me any opening, I will stick my cock in there. He no, goes, no, no. He, honestly, honestly, he goes, can't you bound Tyrion? He's he's fucking three feet tall. He's a fucking dwarf. Yes, he can wield a battle axe. We've seen him do it. He's not he's not only on a battlefield, but he's also smart enough to know there's seven of them in this and there's just Jorah and Tyrion. They didn't fight in the fucking first place. So why bind the fucking dwarf? His only weapon, his most powerful weapon, the weapon that he yields better than probably his brother yields a sword is that little fucking hole in his head that he speaks through. Yep. And he this does it. the worst thing that those fucking pirates could have done. And he just wraps them right around the, their, his little finger. And he said, no, it's not. Well, Dude, has, you are mistaken. If you think it's a little finger. Okay. He so he's very <laughs> important physical evidence to show that. So he says, you can't give them a, <laughs> he's like, you can't just give them a dry cock. You need to show them the dwarf whose cock you're selling. If you want it to be good luck, mm -hmm. they say it will be a, no, no, no cock merchant no. worth his weight in gold. will just, you could say the cock was from anybody. The same size as what I presume Atabisi's cock is. <laughs> and they yeah, say you need proof. Of I've seen I've seen that actually. And they say it would be a. And his little buddy goes, "Oh, we assume it will just be dwarf side." And Tyrion goes, "Guess again." As Atabisi says, "Fine, the dwarf lives until we find a cock merchant." <laughs> Which I thought was the line of the night from Atabisi. There he goes. Yeah. Okay. Does the dwarf. Know their Twitter handle because I can send them a couple phone numbers. Like <laughs> well, well, couldn't they just kill him and take the body with them? Very or does that not preserve the cock well? It probably wouldn't preserve the cock well. And I think also just from that standpoint, I'm get the quick this was quick read on Adabisi on on Slaver Adabisi there. I think he he was charmed by Tyrion in that moment too and was like, okay, I'll keep I will keep the little little cocky prick alive for a second. They got, they got quite a ways to go too before they before they end up in uh Marine. Like down here by the testicles on the map. Mm -mm. And, you know, somewhere in the testes. Somewhere well, in, this, in the testicles here is where they are, and they got to get all the way up here to Marine. So that's that's a long time in this hot sun on the on the water. You know, maybe the salt air might do something. Catfish that. says, "Long dong Tyrion, <laughs> like the like dong, long duck dong, <laughs> long duck dong, long duck dog." And you guys, I we don't say it enough. You guys in the chat are kicking fucking ass right now. It's so awesome. Oh, fucking great. Fucking great. And uh, C mean it. I'm only saying that because I've seen Oz and I've seen Atta BC firsthand. It's not the, uh, not the, not the uh, stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Thank you, Oz. Thank you. Thank you, Oz, for letting us see all of our Law and Order stars naked. <laughs> Every single one. Every single one. It's about naked men. Show's called Oz. It's about naked men. So George says, uh, George says, Queen Daenerys outlawed slavery. Uh, and he goes, listen, we're not going for Slaver's Bay. We're going to Volantis. Uh, besides, she opened the fighting pits and uh, never heard fighting pits with free men. So she didn't outlaw anything. So, right. So he, and that's, and that's exactly, and Tyrion goes. That's exactly true. Nobody's really climbing into the fighting pits, pits on their own. These no. are people getting forced into it. Well, Dario would. <laughs> Dario, of course, Dario would. Dario would found found his love of himself inside those fighting pits. No, I'm sure it's some people are getting into them. So no, some people. Yeah, there, there are people. Nobody. There are people that that think that they're going to be able to beat everybody up and live long enough and get rich and famous. So but it could be someone's only chance at getting. Rich Any and money, too. right? So yeah, I mean, people fight now. They get into the ring and the octagon and the mat and the this and the that, and they 
fucking bash each other's teeth down the, their yeah, throats. And, for some people, fight you guys better shut your you guys better shut your mouths in the chat there about this talk about Braun being poisoned. Don't tell me that. Because sliced by a blade, oh, and these are the yeah, vipers. They all take the vipers. These are the yeah. vipers' uh, kids. Of course, they're gonna poison their blades. Poisoned, but, yeah, scared. and they made such a point. Oh, why did you have to bring that up? I saw you it. guys are awful. You're horrible. I kind of thought about it for a half a second, but I dismissed it because there was <laughs> shit going on. Oh, oh you we love you, but you guys are bastards. Oh, that's horrible. But you're so right. You guys are so right, though. You're yeah. so right. Yeah, you are. He is so fucking right. So Tyrion goes, uh, the fighting pits. Again, Tyrion, just that mind just works so fucking quick. And when he's up against a brick wall, it even works better. He goes, you're lucky. You're looking at the greatest fighter in all the seven kingdoms. And uh, Adebisi's like, what? This this guy, Agamemnon? I mean, this guy, he's 60 years old. And Tyrion's like, yeah, he might be long in the tooth, but he's won, He's fought hundreds of battles. And they wrote songs about him. As they bring him close, he goes, is that true? And he says, yeah. Tyrion says, yes, he won a... Uh, tournament in Lannisport, unseating Jamie Lannister himself. And uh, Adebisi goes, the king, sl <laughs> the Kingslayer jousting, fancy yeah, lads. That's, that's fucking we... fancy man shit. That's not, you know, that's not, that's not a fight. It's called a pit, not a fucking runway. Yeah, that's rich people playing at yeah, war. at war, right? At fight playing, and uh, that shit's dangerous. Don't get us wrong. Yes, but yes, but to people who fight in the fighting pits, that's yeah, street fighting. Mm. <sighs> completely different you're right uh, so the kingslayer yeah exactly and that kind of goes to some a lot of things we were talking about in uh, different contexts as well where he's just saying but then Jorah says I killed a blood rider in single combat oh, yeah. and at a BC oh, you lying little piece of yeah. shit and we know he's a liar is he lying no because oh, we no. saw it because we saw it motherfucker I'm, I'm getting a little tired of this ageism yeah, he's damn near place. 60. So what? <laughs> he's 60, 60 if he's a day. does not mean you can't fight anymore. <laughs> You're not automatically weak at 60 years old. No, this is true. You don't lose skill, you gain wisdom. This is true. Kyle Jago has a great point, though. Jora beat the Blood Rider with armor on. You cannot wear armor in the pits. Hmm. Can't you? Did the He's going to. Uh, I gotta say, I can't, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I'm trying to imagine the pictures that they showed. Was he wearing his armor? I don't think he was in the pictures. Okay, spoiler alert over. I, I don't think he was. If I remember, he doesn't even have his armor anymore. His armor got sunk to the bottom of the uh, of Valeria in the boat. Yeah, it's so covered in. They don't have a boat. They're walking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good point, Vince. Uh, why didn't Tyrion cite Jorah's combat experience in war? I think that's what he did when he was saying they sing songs about him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I believe he got knighted in the midst of a battle because of uh, because of great valor on the battlefield. Uh, it might have been Arthur Dayne that knighted Jorah. Someone can correct me in the uh, in the chat, but uh, but I believe someone knighted I think him. They knighted everybody, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was the he was the knighter or something. He was. The, <laughs> <laughs> he just whipped his yeah he's like bend down i'll knight you motherfucker i'll knight you too <laughs> but i don't know i could be making i could be making that up dane might have been dead by then <laughs> the great joy rebellion people can correct me my please correct please, please correct me i'm always we wrong the information is, is is needed yeah i'm wrong 95 of the time no so as Joris says i killed a blood rider and uh and so finally, Adebisi gets us, looks him up and down, and says, "Fine, fine, fine. Uh, let's go to." Put, he goes, "Put a put a sword in my hand, and I will prove my worth." 
as uh, he laughs at him and puts a toothpick in his mouth and goes, okay, and puts the hat on him head and, and they go off. So I thought that Jorah was knighted for Robert's Rebellion. Okay, it might, it was, it hmm. might have been Robert's Rebellion as well. Uh, again, I'm sure someone will someone will very quickly. Did Jorah really unhorse Jamie, or was that bullshit? Um, I believe that was true. I think it actually I did. It is true. It before. is true. I think that did happen. It was all true. I remember hearing that. All uh, the things that they said there. They weren't playing the the name of Game of Faces there. They were they were spouting the fucking truth. Yeah. Just the facts, man. And uh, why would they need to use that extra information when it could have caused complications? He was vague on purpose. I, I agree, definitely. Yeah. He needed to be vague and just, uh, great point still, Sabus. Uh, he needed to just, he just needed to be quick. And that's, again, Tyrion yes. being his best. He knows who he's talking to. He knows the tact he needs to take yeah. in order Offer to. Just enough, not too much. Yeah. Exactly. Smart. He got, and he got it all out. <laughs> He got his. He got himself saved, and then he saved Jura's fucking ass. Lola's he's a con artist. That's what he does. Or you could call it a politician. Lola. He's not just a con artist. He's all. He's not. He's not lying. Well, none you of don't these have were to lies. Lie listen, to be a con artist. listen. You're gonna get more money if you keep me alive until you get to somebody now. Else actually, a buy con my con artist car. uses the truth when it serves them. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, so Lola says, when Bronn dies, I stop watching Game of Thrones for a week. Oh, yeah. for a whole week. It will be tough. It will be I tough. Love so, so after all of this, uh, interesting stuff. So Tyrion and Jorah are going on a long mission with Adebisi from Oz to go to the fighting pits. So that's things you don't say every day. <laughs> that is going to be a fun, fun stuff. And I hope we touch base with them on their trip. I hope we don't just cut. I hope he treats Tyrion like they're still in Oz. Yeah. Don da da da. Oh gosh, it's gonna be gonna be really really fun. Okay, streets friendly. Oh, oh, so here we go to King's Landing, a place a place we haven't loved. Me tender, uh, King's Landing. Littlefinger. Are you kidding me? More tender. So far out of the out of what I mentioned, Loras is the only one that actually drew blood on someone. Now, okay, yeah, the person they were making when they were with. actually making love. Thanks to th drew more blood. thanks to Ren Renwood from Westeros.org. Thank you, Ren. Uh, he received his knighthood from King Robert Baratheon in recognition of his bravery, and I awesome. believe that was in the in the bat in uh, the Greyjoy Rebellion. Ren Renwood. Thank Ren you, as always, our fact checker. Woo! So King's Landing, Littlefinger's home, and he gets stopped by uh, Lancel. Uh, Brother Lancel, quite, uh, and he goes, no, Lancel Lannister. Uh, Littlefinger's like, Lancel Lannister, oh, no, not the Lancel Lannister anymore. We dropped the Lannister, uh, and Littlefinger's like, yeah, quite a, quite a family it's to abandon. It's Manson now. Yeah, it's Manson now. He says, th things have changed. We set all the godless people out of King's Landing, and Littlefinger's like, <laughs> what was that, Katie? Squeaky from Squeaky yeah, Lannister. He's not, he's not Manson. He's about Squeaky from caliber. <laughs> what's up with Littlefinger? I thought he, uh, Vince says, I thought he genuinely cared for Sansa. What's his end game? I'm so confused now. We're going to get to that in a second. I think his end game is just to destroy the fucking. It's all the power. All down he... And pick up from the ashes. Rise from that. He's got to destroy it. He, I think his plan is more power. He wants to bring everybody else See, down. See, I I'm going to I'm going to go a little different, Joe. I think I think he has a little bit more of a specific plan here now and I think it yes. it came much more in clear right now. His plan is to go and kick the piss out of whoever wins the Stannis uh the Stannis uh 
uh, Bruce uh, Bolton battle and then become warden of the North and the head of the veil. And then he has, yeah, well, he that's has just it. His thing isn't to necessarily rise to power. It's, it's he'll do that by burning everybody else down yeah rather than getting there on his own merits if very true yeah exactly dead, he gets it if you know if stannis is dead he gain, garners more more <clears throat> favor you know it's it's a, i think it's a lot more like that he has such disdain for all those i love this plan though i think this is a, loved when he was yeah. young i gotta say I this is a brilliant fucking plan though i'm sorry oh, yeah, he was absolutely right when he was talking to cersei cersei's such a fucking stupid idiot thank you I almost said something I would have regretted. Yes. So so Littlefinger says it's well... Uh, <laughs> good job, Joe. Uh, well done, says Littlefinger coldly. Littlefinger says, well done. He stops him and he says, I'm here in urgent business for the Queen Mother. Uh, and... Uh, and Littlefinger says, uh, listen, listen, we both, or Lancel's like, listen, you better watch out around here. We don't deal well with people like you these times. And, and he says to Lancel, we both give people fantasies now, Lancel. Mine just were more entertaining than yours mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as we get the long shot. And then we go to Littlefinger in fucking Cunt Cersei. <laughs> Sorry. Do you think it was a? Do you think it was wise to arrest Loras, heir to Highgarden? No, I didn't do that. No. The, the Faith did no. it. No, 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 no. I didn't do it. The Faith did it. Uh, no, you gave them power. No, no. The King gave them power. Um, the King's to blame. And is the King to blame for Loras's perversions? He said. Uh, House Tyrell won't won't tolerate this incest. House Tyrell won't tolerate. I'm the slighted one. He was to be my husband, and he chose men over me. And then Littlefinger's like, "Okay, she's a dumbass. I'll just go with whatever she's doing." Yes, men. That's uh, men's choose choice is a curious thing. Most curious. Phil, and, man, you do such a great Cersei impression. Perfect. You've been working on that. I've been working. Oh yeah, I've been. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so Liza and she it goes. Really echoes in the throne room too. I like it. Now, Liza Aaron, for instance, thoroughly repellent women. I now, forgive me. I know you're mourning. <laughs> and then yeah, we both know bitch. that. No, uh, we both know she was neither nice yeah, nor fucking. He says she was a good and kind woman, and Cersei's like That's she was. Good and kind. Yeah, she was neither of those things. A cunt knows a cunt. I feel bad for <laughs> I feel bad for her son. She says, uh, she says, good things, uh, he has a good father watching over him. Littlefinger says, yeah, I know it could be hard to lose both parents. And yeah, okay. And then Cersei's like, I, I can't deal with this bullshit enough. Okay, enough small talk. Now, when war comes, will you fight for us? Littlefinger says, uh, he has Rob Robin's ear and he will do what's right. He, and he always gives counsel for loyalty to the throne. She says, good, you can leave now. That's all I wanted to know. Get the fuck out of here. And he goes, wait a second. I got more information to kind of play you, play you here. He says, there's something else. I didn't want to share it over Raven. You wanted me to find Arya Stark, but I failed. But I did find Sansa Stark. She's home again in Winterfell. So she's like, no, that's, that, that, you're lying. That's impossible. He says, uh, my sources are well-placed well placed, and Roose is going to marry his son, Ramsay, to uh, his newly legitimized son, Ramsay, to, to her. She says, he's warden of the North because my father, and Littlefinger said, yes, because he betrayed his lord, Robert, uh, Rob Stark. And she goes off. We were fools to trust them. She just goes batshit Cersei crazy. It's batshit I've heard. We're going we're gonna to skin these motherfuckers alive. You know their sigil? I'm going to fucking make all of these Boltons look like they're sigils. And that little bitch, that little bitch, I'm going to skin her too. Fuck that. Uh, you 
stupid fucking woman. And Littlefinger goes, Littlefinger's like, listen, though, but Stannis, who's also our enemy, is marching on Winterfell, so why don't we let them kill each other, and it's easy for you to take over afterwards, take over Winterfell. Patience, patience. I would would counsel patience. And she says, I don't care about... and, and he goes, why don't you get your Uncle Kevin to go up there? And she says, he has the courage of a kitchen mouse? Fuck you, Cersei. You're such a dumbass. Eat a pile of dick, Cersei. Like, like I, I just want to see her get fucking, ugh, I fucking hate this woman. The courage woman. of a field mouse stood up and told the queen mother to go fuck herself and left. Mm-hmm. Which is why she degrades him. Yep. She's supposed to be the God. smartest, strongest bitch in the room. Oh, I hate yeah. her. Some of those things are right. <laughs> he says, in her head? That's all right. In her head. Yeah. So he and asks reality, about. <laughs> yeah, reality is a whole different thing outside of a Outside of Lannister's head. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, uh, what about Jamie? And she goes, this is an interesting point, too. She says, Jamie's on a mission, and I have no clue when he'll be back. Do you think she, this whole setup that we have a feeling that she might have set Jamie up here, do you think she set yes. him up to die? Yes. Of course she did. I think she wants him to die. I got she that feeling, too. Everybody off. She does, she's just fucking She dumb. She thinks of him as the, the lover that betrayed her. Yep. She is a woman scorned as far she as knows, she knows. She knows he loves. She probably even believes that he fucked Brienne. Absolutely. He has absolutely fucked Brienne. And the truth is, is I believe Jamie Lannister's fucked no one in his life but Cersei. Me, I agree with that. I agree absolutely. with that 100%. As in his warped way, he's he has he feels like he has to honor her. Yeah. Yes. It, it, Even it, no, still, no, 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 no. Way, what he he's is doing absolutely now. 100% in love with, was in love with her was. his whole life. Yeah. And it didn't, hit him that he wasn't anymore until he got back i mm. think and it, like as far as he's concerned you know he still th- he still might not have come to terms with his no with he feelings. still has the obsession he's still fighting with her. it but you know cersei believes that he's betrayed her he's just one more poison in her life <laughs> left and her when she needed him that, the most yeah if he succeeds awesome if he doesn't Awesome. A couple of people say no way she wants Marcella safe. Uh, is Jamie really yeah, coming out of Dorno? I think that's part. I think it's if he can bring her back, that's that's good. But mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at this point, she probably doubts he he's capable of doing it too. It's probably a little bit of that. She looks down on him now and doesn't think he's capable of doing anything right. And ultimately, Marcella serves her no purpose at this point. She's the daughter I love, yeah, but she doesn't give me any power, any influence. She's not a tool other than my sweet daughter that I can show off to people. Loa has an interesting question or a comment. Uh, Littlefinger is used to working behind the scenes. I'm not sure if he's ready for center stage yet. We'll we'll mm. see. And it's true. He's putting it really out there right now, right in the you know, forefront. As far as, yeah. as, as far as him working behind the scenes, he's on the small council. He owns a, like shitloads of brothels across. Like, yeah, the underhanded, conniving treasonous shit that of course that's all that's got to be behind the scenes none of it can really be out in the open now but as far as him being out in the open no he's a very public figure he is he is one of the top politicians in west so he says perhaps i can help i'll send my knights to the veil she says uh you don't have to 
she says, you're a, you're a, uh, known for being a money lender and a brothel keeper. I don't trust you. He says, if I succeed, you have nothing to lose. Uh, none of your men will be be uh, be hurt or taken into the situation. But if I succeed and take Winterfell and bring you Sansa Stark, uh, you make me Warden of the North. And she no. says, and she says, okay, I'll speak to the king this evening. And he says, I won't sleep until a lion flies over Winterfell. And she says, then I will know you're a man of your word. And she says, uh, when I see Sansa Stark's head on a spike, and he says, I live to serve. Holy oh, he's fucking so shit. Vague. I love that. Yeah. So where do you think, I mean, yes, for his own, but w- Littlefinger, ultimate plan coming to fruition in this situation. Sansa's alive and he's ruling the North with her. She, he doesn't want her dead, right, you think? I think it depends. I don't think that he would be too terribly upset if she ended up dying in the process of his long game. But it would be nice if he could uh, have her in the end. <laughs> She's not Caitlyn. She's a substitute. Oh, don't we all want her in the end? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's hard with this episode. Not hey, to. Hey, we came to terms in the comments of last week's video that Sansa is now a full-grown woman, and. Um, I love Cersei. I love the tub should have had booby. I love Cersei hate, and we're not done hating Cersei. We have a little bit oh, more Cersei so hate to go fun. a little bit later I want here. Cersei suffering. Uh, mm. Wait till we get to the Cersei later Elena scene. If anyone's gonna make her suffer, suffer it's gonna you be the Queen of Thorns. You know what I want so, for all the Cersei hate yeah. that, that is out there. What I really want is I want some more Cersei boobies. <laughs> Maybe Joe, maybe. Oh, so as Those we cut to, so there are so many other boobies that we should see. I st- she may be psychotic, but you know what? You're a crazy bitch, but I love the way you talk. You do, and you're crazy. Quote, I can't bitches. believe I just quoted Cherry when ah. I Cherry Blossom. Oh my God, Joe. Out. Okay, I gotta move cherry. on. So should we move? Oh <laughs> Very fitting of that. Let's cut to Dorn. So we go to Dorn and we meet Tristan and New Marcella. What do you think of uh, New Marcella? Eh. Is that I a new Marcella? Did they recast again? They recast her. No, it's just, just the second one. Yes. Second one. I can't stand it when they recast. Oh, they, I this show it. has done it a lot, too. I'm surprised they didn't recast Ned Stark in the middle of the first season. Seriously. <laughs> I don't understand why the actors would leave. What better project than this? Right? Like, yeah, and you have a small part. But sometimes small with part the kids, just it. Sometimes with the kids, it's not the actors. It's them oh. feeling like the the actors don't look right from the time when they cast them and how they aged for what they feel like they want them to do. Maybe the girl that they cast was still too young to have her making out with the Martell kid or something. I don't know uh, why they why they recast. I I I feel you. I feel you, but I don't feel like we knew her well enough for it to really be a problem for me. Very peripheral. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. If I didn't tell you it was a different actress, you wouldn't have I wouldn't known. You wouldn't no. have known. I, I would have had no clue. So You knew? <laughs> the crows know everything. <laughs> so they got a, a message in the night. And you guys, you guys in the chat again are doing fucking awesome. People are saying go watch 300 if you want to see Cersei naked. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, I love oh, that. Great movie, I love I love great the 300. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> and you guys again, you guys are fucking awesome. I just not keep turning my as I get lost up to him freely. You will she not just, enjoy hey, this. Hey, just because she's not going to enjoy it doesn't mean she wasn't there that as was, a full participant. You know, rape doesn't have to be 
physically forced. Okay. Which that was in the okay, end. Okay, I know. I know. It's I'm coercion. I was, I was making a joke. You're dude, right, absolutely. Dude, rape is nothing to joke. Peg him in his eye. Peg him in his eye. Please don't. I need those. I don't want to be blind. Okay, so so as we're uh, <clears throat> as we're going to uh, Tristan and Marcella, he's going to propose. He wants to marry her now. She asks oh. if he wants to marry her because it was an arranged marriage or because he loves her and he kisses her. And he says, oh. I have, I want to be your husband. I can walk with you. Out. And she goes, how many other girls do you walk with? Shows a little bit of Cersei in her. <laughs> how many other girls do you walk with in this oh. garden? He's like, he's like, I love it when you're jealous. You have squinty eyes. As we get my favorite, one of my favorite moments of the episode, just because we got to hear Doran talk, and I just love my buddy. Oh, let me move my oh, head so we can see him. I thought it was actually Oberyn talking for a minute. I was it like, did sound like, I was him. looking. He's at, uh, doing such a. I took my eyes off screen for a second. I was like, wait a second, who's that? Oh, he's doing it's such great. a good job, and he. He's studied and worked very hard uh, listening to the way Pedro Pascal did the part to be able to get the correct uh, tone to his voice. I, I, mm. I've i read some stuff with Alexander Siddick. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, Dr. Julian Bashir. And uh, and I just I love every little bit we get with him. I wish we got more more of him. Anyways. Yes. He says they make a lovely couple, couple, a Lannister and a Martell. We need to protect them, as he's saying to Ariel Hota. And he says, yes. And then he turns to him and he goes, you haven't need to use that axe in a while. You remember how? And he goes, oh, I'll show you how. Oh, I remember. I question my axe work. Yeah. I remember. He's a fucking lumberjack. Carl Jogo wants to know what can, ro- can crows rape their partners? <laughs> choose not to uh vince says the sand snakes are awesome uh steven says uh steven says sand snakes are destroying Oberon's reputation uh the sand snakes are lame sauce the sand snakes sand snakes are awesome so young so Uh, stupid says scout lame sauce i'm on team lame sauce team lame sauce fight scene actually was kind of a little it like at times in the background, the action going on in the background just looked like people walking around. It was a little choreographed. It was slightly choreographed. Yeah. I it mean, felt. It's, it's a little tough. They were using, they had the three different weapons. They wanted to showcase. Them I thought all. it was kind of cool, though. I liked it. I... Uh, it just, maybe I'm just still so tainted on the four of these women and their introduction from last week. Or whenever the fuck it was. I, I have to say it was probably, compared to some of the other fight scenes we've seen recently on Game of Thrones, it probably was the worst because it came off slightly cheesy mm. and comical. This is the weakest fight scene ever it was in a campy. Game of Thrones episode. It, it really was. And it was campy. Right down to the joke at the end from Ron. It harks, harkens back to the uh, animatronic skeleton arm stabbing. Which is the worst Reed. overall scene in any Game of Thrones. Yes. Team lame sauce. Ever. cheesiness. <laughs> Decru- none of the Dornish see me and it says none of the Dornish characters match up to Oberyn they seem to be trying the accent too hard the only one I will say that I like is Bashir but I would say everyone Bashir. everyone else it feels like they're locking the accent a little bit if anyone gets the taxi reference there oh thank you very much it's like when people <laughs> when people are trying to do a voice that someone creates a character and then everyone's kind of copying that kind of their tone to the character a little bit. And some people can do it right like uh, the Penguin's mother there. But some people that try to do it don't do it quite as well. So uh, we, we cut to Braun singing, which I, I think I th- I forget who it was. It might have been uh, uh, might have been uh, Jeff that sent me the video of Braun and his former band. If anyone hasn't seen that, oh. Google that. He sings for a band and there's like a video, a oh. couple of videos of him, his band out there. It's pretty funny. Ooh. 
Uh, I so, enjoyed his voice. So Braun's singing. Yeah, and he's, he sings in the band as well. Uh, so he, he's the Dornish man. I made of black steel. The kiss was terrible. Or whatever he's singing. The wife say, or whatever. He's singing a, a Dornish song. <laughs> the kiss was terrible. <laughs> and J- Jamie tells him to shut it. And they'll hear your accent as they spot the water, water guards. And they're both dressed like Dornish soldiers. He asks Jamie, what's the plan? And Jamie says, well, I like to improvise. And Braun says, well, that explains the golden hand. <laughs> As uh, Jamie looks, gives him a dirty look and rides off. As And again, I'd say this, what I didn't like about the Dornish stuff with the Jamie and the Sans, Jamie and Dorn and the Sand Snakes, it's kind of what you guys were saying. I thought it was fun and a little bit lighthearted, but I feel like it didn't quite match the level of seriousness and intensity that with the rest of the episode. And maybe it will in the sense of what's going to happen to Braun after that. But the fight itself, again, was a little staged and a little comical and a little... It, I wouldn't have minded hearing some sound effects like... You know, there should have been like different kinds of uh, sound effects. As we as we see Jamie's crew sneak into the water gardens and then we see Alaria sand underneath with all the sand snakes unbowed, unbent, unbroken, for Oberon, for Oberon, as the sand snakes head w- head down the hallway of death like the man in the iron mask guys marching down the hallway. Did you notice that, Joe? They were It was totally like the man in the iron mask moment where they're just, where they're marching down, baby, where they're marching down the hallway. And uh, Jamie's, breaking into the scene the scenes kind of cut with the two groups making their way into the water gardens heading towards where the where Tristan and and Marcella are lately every moment with guards marching seems like a spaceballs moment or a star wars moment <laughs> so Jamie spots her kissing uh, them kissing and Bron says well looks like she's made herself a home here made herself at home as uh, as they head there, Jamie calls her name, and and for anyone who was wondering how this situation would go, she says Uncle Jamie. So she does not know anything for that. She legitimately is like, oh hey Uncle Jamie, I don't understand why you're here. Yeah, not Dad. Yeah, yeah, inter- yeah not Dad. Dad. What are you Dad, doing? what are you doing here? And Tristan introduces himself like, hey, nice to meet you, Jamie. And Jamie's like, yeah, good to meet you too. And Bron's like, listen. Why don't you let them have a minute? Let's not do something stupid as Tristan starts to realize what's going on. And the kid shows a little balls as he tries to take out his knife. And Braun goes, that's stupid. And he just pushes him down. And Jamie says, come with me. And she goes, you're hurting him as she goes to him. As as Jamie's kind of grabbing her, uh, one of the Sand Snake's whips comes down and gets him right around the good wrist. And then we get all three of the Sand Snakes facing off with Braun. Uh, who's like, who goes, oh, for fuck's sake. And this, and then Jamie kind of gets into it as well. And it's, uh, Jamie's playing defensively. Braun's doing well, but getting surrounded. There's no death blows here. J- uh, Braun does get stabbed. It was all really lame. <laughs> I'm just saying it was pretty lame. Yeah. And, and for, for of all the fight scenes, I gotta, I gotta say again, of all the fight scenes that there have been, this is the lamest fight scene that I've that I've seen yet on Game of Thrones. Uncle Dad. It's a little comic booky. It seemed like they were trying really hard to make these young girls seem hard and tough. Yes. And it was coming very... Scrawny, thin-ass fucking, like, supermodel girls are ass-kicking, super tough, have all the strength of a fucking hundred men, and... and, like these are two of the best fighters in Westeros going up against okay these three like they it, may be great with their weapons and they may be good They're fighters. supposed to be badasses though. They're supposed to be I know, but no, they I'm, it just it 
they look like I'm uh, looks can be deceiving and blah blah blah. No, and I, blah, I just blah, think blah, they didn't no there's a big difference between the actresses. Not that it has nothing to do with the girliness or the size or any of that. I just think they did it in a very campy comic booky way. Yeah. Like that suddenly too. these that, are that little girl superheroes too. jumping in to save the day. <laughs> now, now Bill says maybe she should call him uncle, call him uncle daddy. Uh, and I, I agree with you guys on that. <laughs> he's my Don't uncle. Go. He's my father. Don't he's my go. uncle. He's my father. He's v- Vince <laughs> says, I'm going to catch up with the chat here a little bit. Looks like uh, Jamie is captured again. Will he lose his other hand? Uh, j- uh, well, he, he needs to start using that hand. Now, I know it's a big fucking heavy lead gold encrusted club to wield it. Far Especially Cl- after the last battle when he realized it serves a purpose. Far so Cloud says SS Judge Binks of the Game of Thrones. The Sand Snakes are the Judge Binks of Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> worst, com- worst fight ever. <laughs> Jamie I'm sitting on a. Andrew comic book guy, sorry. Uh, worst fight ever. Bill Sotherby said someone mentioned it earlier in the night the fight looked like it was a turn-based combat yeah it looked like Night's Hero it, yes, it really yes. did it really did that's ex- yes if oh it was like all those fucking video games I fucking hate like yeah Joe hates oh, turn-based I combat games my arrow minus 10 it shoots its fireball Roll minus play. 4 oh. I shoot my Okay. Load on its forehead plus ten. So, so Jamie Lannister hits with the sword uh, plus one defense, and then Obra goes to the spear to Braun. He might be poisoned. He might need a healer right now. We might. I hope he has an antidote in his bag right now to to load up. So. Obra says her name. So eventually, as one of the Sand Snakes sneaks up and takes Marcella, eventually Aria Hota shows up and says, everyone drop your fucking weapons. Obra says her name. She says, I fight for Darn. Who do all you fight? Like she's trying to get everyone to stand up and, yeah, and fight against Hota. And they all just they all just drop their weapons. They're like, I'm not going up against this mad, crazy bastard with an axe. And yeah, Ariel's... And I love oh, this. Axe. I love this long axe. And I love this moment. Ariahota spots Jamie, who's still holding his sword, and he goes, he turns to him, he goes, hmm, if you had both your hands, it would have been a good fight. He not only just turns to him, he draws down on him with the yeah. axe. He yeah. puts the axe to his Right, axe. to his throat, yeah. yeah. You and, know, and he says, were, were you still whole, uh, this would have been a good fight, but come on. Soft and wound. You know, I like how uh, both... Braun and Jamie, neither of them drop their swords. No. They're dressed as the guards. Maybe they're thinking we might fit in here for a couple of seconds. Maybe we can still we blend. You know, like there's still a lot that might be able to happen here. And they don't drop their swords right away, but immediately they this guy. Well, Lola says, "My grandmothers are better fighter for God's sake than these sand yeah. snakes." You're right, Ren. This yeah. these bitches are no. No, that was Lola. 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 No, no, Ren said they're oh. no Brienne of Tarth. Oh, definitely no Brienne of Tarth. Uh, Steel Saber says, doesn't matter what the Sand Snakes look like, but the moves were jerky and unconvincing. The girls did not nail their choreography, and it really looked bad. Yes, it did. Yes. And even in the background, it looked like even though they were shooting the foreground, the people in the background of some of the, <laughs> of some of the shots were just kind of mulling about. <laughs> Vince it asks... My eye, it was very poor. I, oh. Vince, this is a fight I think Joe would like to see. The Mountain versus the Sand Snakes. <laughs> how's, oh, that, how's that go? Uh, the mountain avalanche? steps I don't on know. the Sand what? Snakes and <laughs> yeah. smushes them very quickly. 
Some of the comments. Remember the scene when Cersei goes to visit the mountain and he's like practicing before he he goes and like destroys Oberon. Yeah, mountain yeah, eat, mountain eat enemies. Yeah. yeah, when like the, he's eating those slave people. Yeah, he's like I mountain prisoners. eat enemies. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, come on, these girls. Like, yeah, sure, they can fight and they can shoot. Like, have a whip. But. I agree with what Steel Sabus just said here. She, she makes a great point. I think I feel almost the same exact way. Some of the combat looked okay, but most was pretty terrible. Like the girls couldn't uh, couldn't properly learn the combat steps or whatever, which no, makes the scene needed... suck. Yeah, I, I think I'm I think if they got like actors and not dancers or martial arts, right? They, right. They yeah. probably yeah. should have gone another route in the casting and casted cast people that can pull it off or done better like they did with Oberyn in that fight scene to mm. make them look more like like real fighters getting good yeah. stunt oh, doubles he, he would have been such a disappointed father he <laughs> was beautiful yes he was he was absolutely amazing with his with his choreography so so Braun drops his weapon and he turns to one of them and says you fight pretty well for a girl and she just goes nuts hey. And then the uh, guards come for Ilaria Sand as well, and they grab her too. These girls are in trouble. Doctor Bashir is gonna gonna send them gonna gonna uh, discipline these girls, lock them in a cage somewhere. Mm-hmm. He'll be soft on them. Yeah, maybe. He'll be put in luxurious towers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy says very bad casting. It's like they didn't ask them to act when they gave the Sand Snakes their role. They just wanted yeah. pretty yeah. faces, maybe or something like that. Whatever. That's the way it seemed. Yes, and, yes. and if and if that's the way they go. They could have gotten some pretty martial artists and taught them how to act rather than getting some <laughs> mediocre actors. And I got to I got to get this line of be- martial art. I got to get this line before it scrolls back. Uh, for a long time, I thought Dirty Locks had a fan behind his head, like on the wall. Then I realized it was his hair. Looks cool, yeah, though. It's my top knot. It was a birthday request for, for, for Tim. I didn't uh, know it was request. his birthday, but he requested it. So. Horse Nation. Your request will be granted. Correct. But the good ones will. Horse Nation says the whole idea of sand snakes is stupid. I blame George R. R. Martin. (laughs) Yeah, no, it could be good. I don't blame George R. R. Martin. I I blame the fucking producers. The casting. The fucking douchebag not fucking understand that her fucking lover, her paramour, her whatever, fucking stepped into that fucking arena on yeah. his own. On his own accord, yeah. his own ass fucking killed. This isn't murder. This isn't the Lannisters are evil. This is your fucking man was a stupid <laughs> fuck fuck. Well, it and got the himself epitome killed. of justice as written out where exactly, they were. Exactly, exactly. And like, the epitome of justice. It really seems like the one guy, the gout-stricken guy, you know, Dr. Bashir, is the only one that fucking realizes yeah. that, that this isn't anything to raise arms about. This was my brother, you know, almost succeeding in his lifelong mission for revenge, but fucking failing because he's such a fucking egotistical fuck. Then he has show. to dance around the most dangerous man on the fucking planet and get his, like, all his teeth went across the floor. <laughs> Every single one of them. You saw them, they're like dice ching, on a ching, fucking ching, craps ching, table, ching. you know, and then his fucking head pops because he was a fucking asshole who couldn't just finish the guy <laughs> off. Take the kill shot. Take, Take the, the fucking kill shot. Kill shot. <laughs> the only believable th- Kyle Drago says the only believable thing about that fight was the fact that they lost Ren says the mountain yes. was making a meat puzzle out of those guys Catfish Gamer says Buffy had better fighting than that Mums to Muse says oh, the movie or the series the series if you're talking about Bo- the series it's very funny if you're talking about the movie shut the fuck up <laughs> Mum to Muse says Mum to Muse says uh, the snakes Sand Snakes are making Dorn a caricature not enough story balance 
Yes, uh, they went very caricature. Steven and Steven is saying Sand Snakes equal brand storyline. Uh, <laughs> 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 Bill Sotherby says Joe Rant number two. <laughs> we get. Uh, I know cr- crazy. Crazy John, I'm watching that. I'm trying not to jinx it right now, but we've we've been flirting up and down around there for a while. Guys, thank you so much. We've finally broken 100 tonight. Even if we drop below now, we've been 100 for over 100 for a while, treading around 103, 105, around that. This is all because of you guys sharing it and all because of you guys checking out our show oh, every time. Yeah. Thank you Check so much. We are in the triple digit, digits right now, guys. First time, triple fucking digits. Awesome. <laughs> so, woohoo. So do a cart. So let's get the fuck out of the door. Can we get the fuck out of the door now? Let's get yeah, the f- let's get the fuck out of the door. Oh, that's, that's enough of these. Yeah. These girl- oh, get me the fuck out of the door, Phil. Okay, do 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 do. Um, once it, Vince, no, Joe, it was it was for a reason. Uh, he had them to get the mountain to admit Tywin gave him the order. That would have changed everything. Joe, I I, I love how pissed you get. Uh, Every time you talk about Oberyn, knife to the back of the head again. In the book, oh. in the book, <laughs> in the book, this scene ends with death. It's nobody but. Totally agree with Joe. Is Oberyn's choice to fight and his fault to die in there? It says Aggie Flo. Uh, the classic movie villain mistake. I, oh, speaking I'm of Dylan, I'm speaking of Dylan, yeah. Ca- Catfish Gamer says the movie was great. Nano two and Go Dylan McKay. Me too. Yes. Uh, so here's the thing. Like in the when I, I was have to leave for a second. When I was wa- yeah, please. When I was watching it on TV, yeah, I kept saying, "Oh my god, oh my god, come on, just fucking kill him, just fucking kill." Him. And I had already read, like two years before, I had plenty of time to prepare for that scene. And I was in the when I read it the first time in the book, I like after every sentence, I'm like, "Oh, just kill him!" Like I stopped, I put it down, I left the room, I went into the living room where Katie was, and I was like, "He's dancing around him like a supervillain does to Bond." What the fuck is the matter with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck has he never seen a bond movie any fucking movie where there's a villain shit a gold member how about that how about that so we go to a uh we cut from this finally leave door hard anything <laughs> you be kaye motherfucker stop it don't rant just kill him say that one more time joe <laughs> which one the yippee kaye motherfucker okay that's good <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I added some effects to you on that yippee guy, motherfucker. I wanted to capture that audio. Okay, so to the cart. So we go to the cart pulling a carriage. Another one of these carriage things. I mentioned this last week that we're seeing a lot of these carriage things, and it's interesting. Uh, it's the Queen of Motherfucking Thorns. Hell yeah, as she can smell the shit five miles away, and uh, and she returned Marjorie talking, and she's like, "Listen, if they arrested every pillow biter in King's Landing, there'd be no one. There'd be no room left in the dungeons. Everyone knew that Renly shagged half the stable boys, and Loris is the. <laughs> Everybody knew that dude's fucking dick is dragged from fucking Flea Bottom to the fucking Red Keep. No one had to ask, and he did not have to tell. <laughs> right, man. <laughs> He's like threesomes, foursomes." The old people walking in the room, their sisters in the room. And he the just keeps still fucking. Loved him. Scout, Scout says that was an over and rant number three. Are you yeah, trying to break a record? No, don't say the <laughs> don't say the name again. If, if we keep talking about him, I will keep going. <laughs> I have so much to say about how much that motherfucker pissed me off. I don't even blame George Martin. I blame Oberon. Like ah. <laughs> 
For Christ's sakes. Be social scientists. It's it's only half it. Half it is you guys in the chat that keep things interesting, keep people coming in and talking for more. Thank you so much. And and if it wasn't for you guys sharing it with other people and saying things like that and keeping the shares together, that's how we're going to get and we're going to build our family here bigger and bigger and bigger family so, that's what it is too it's so so speaking of family the lady elena's but i ain't helping any of you move yeah no, no. You guys houses and get some food. yeah with for pizza maybe so you know, yeah with family if you got some food but i ain't helping anybody move so so marjorie says marjorie says cersei is behind this and elena says of course she is she wants to drag us through the mud and, I love this woman. And you, back. you look yes. like shit. Oh, it was a, it was a glorious homecoming. Why the fuck are we stuck? I can smell the shit. Please do not prolong the amount of time I have to smell the shit. Keep the carriage moving. We're like five miles away. This shit fucking reeks. Oh, that city is filthy. <laughs> P- Cersei, yeah. you're stop it. The stop it. Paradise. What are you thinking? Oh, well, Joe, you better stop oh, it. We don't like filth. Joe, you better stop it. Lola's peeing her pants. Stop it, Joe. Stop it. We don't. We're not responsible for cleaning that up. So, so <laughs> yeah, I'm not responsible for cleaning up your no, pee either. That is the ultimate compliment. Thank you for peeing. Yes, your thank pants. you. If I actually mm. made you pee your pants, I hope there's more to come. So, so Marjorie says uh, Cersei's behind this, and she's like, she's like, no, you look like shit. Get some rest. I'll deal with Cersei Lannister. Cut to her dealing with Cersei Lannister. And she goes, Your Grace, I've traveled a long way as Cersei's pretending to write something uh, and, or writing something. And uh, she goes, I've traveled a long way. And Cersei's like, you must be tired. And she goes, put down the fucking pen. You both know, we both know you're not writing anything. And she goes, oh, the famous tart-tongued queen of thorns. And she goes, oh, the famous tart queen Cersei. Tart, yep. Okay, then. Beg your tart, she says. And I thought this was interesting. Because Cersei was very much in the defensive posture in this situation because... Oh, no, no, no. Yes. She was trying to absolutely... She was trying to... She wasn't just in a, a defensive posture. She was asserting authority. I yes. will make you wait. You sit there and wait for me to address you. You notice I'm busy. I have a kingdom to run. Who the fuck do you think you are? You come here to King's Landing from your fucking high garden and you want to... You demand an audience with me to demand what? I didn't imprison your motherfucker. Get the fuck out of my office, bitch. That's what her whole fucking plan was. Bill Sotheby That's says... That's what she wanted Now, to Bill do. Sotheby says King's Landing smells because Cersei forgot to cross her legs. Oh! Oh! Love it. Okay. So... So she's like, beg your pardon. I know who's behind this. Listen, listen, if you apologize, me, you know, it goes back and forth and, and it goes, listen, I'll, I'll apologize to you. It ultimately ends up to, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an apology for calling you a tart when I get Loris. And someone said this in the chat before, Cersei's being awful upset for being called a tart. I think it's a pretty accurate description of her behavior. So she, Cersei goes into this whole dog and pony bullshit about, I was as shocked as anyone when it happened. I have no clue. What what could I do? Has the crowd suddenly, and uh, Lady Elena's like, has... Uh, Elena should have just stood up and bitch slapped her. Really? She did essentially by saying, she did essentially, she did essentially by saying, has the crowd suddenly stopped needing food and supplies? Mm -hmm. Do you expect us to support you after this? And... Uh. 
And then Cersei's like, what about, I'm not going to answer you to your veiled threats. And she goes, what veil? I'm, I'm threatening you. What fucking veil? Do you really want to see the Seven Kingdoms go back to warfare? If the Tyrells and the Lannisters have created peace. And well, she, and, here's the thing. And you can absolutely read this as a veiled threat. For the simple, for the simple fact that she's in King's Landing at the moment. Um, this puts her in a very dangerous situation. Is Kings is is Highgarden ready to stand up and go to war if Olena is killed and Mace is in Bravos, or maybe even not even alive because he went off with Meryn Twint? I think Twit to Bravos. Twit. I think that is in a sense, although it's not a bluff. It's Elena's bluff. She's showing well, and, that I got balls, bitch. And that's a I'm bluff. coming here. And that's a bluff. I got, and Cersei can read it because she does she's there. Have this, power. I do want to read that. I want to read this comment this because this is, uh, this is Taylor. Welcome, Taylor. This is my second time watching. Welcome, Great show. Taylor. I'm hooked. Great chemistry and liveness. Fuck Lady Olena, though. She doesn't seem like she's trying to help Loris. She's being too aggro, aggro with uh, Cersei. She's trying. She's being too aggressive with Cersei here. I kind of, I, I a little well, bit agree. She mm. needs to, she needs to kind of flex. She needs to give it back to her, like with the, with the O, oh, and it's the Queen Tart. Yeah, she needs to show. We know you're not writing anything. Pay the fuck attention to me. She does need to be a little bit aggressive, but the straight up outright threat at this point is not what you want. You yeah. want to leave King's Landing mm. and then send a crow back that says release him. Oh, you're not going to get a single fucking piece of grain mm. and you can all starve over fucking winter. I've already amassed my fucking troops at the fucking border and we're coming in, bitch. Now, I disagree because now, she knows what else Cersei is doing in King's Landing with all the religious freedom that she's opened oh, yeah, her daughter up. And she knows son, her all Her grandson about. and granddaughter might die. She, yeah, the she knows a lot of stuff. Shit that's happening yeah. now, that is at Cersei's hand and that Cersei is going to suffer for it soon enough. Bill, she's just one more see, this threat is why I need my among small the council. others. See, this is why I need my small council. You know. Elena is in a big position of power. I'll call you guys my big council because Bill, I would have already fucking started more. Now, <laughs> now Bill Bill said Lady Elena should have just offered her some of the High Garden's best sticky icky icky, and that would have been great. Right, right. Elena bitch, shouldn't offer too. anything. No. So Lola says Cersei goes hard in this scene. Littlefinger goes hard during the whole saga. This is what. That's why he's gonna win. Vince says, damn, you guys, I need to go to sleep and work tomorrow, but I'm too hooked to want to stay in chat. Damn you, HBO, for airing your show on a Sunday night. Sacrifice sleep. It's important. Vince, if you have to sleep. We stay and watch. Call your friends and tell them to watch, too. Now, Vince. Maybe four in the morning, but they won't mind. They'll like it. We value your viewership and your contribution, and that is why I say get your sleep. Yeah, and you can you can always come back and watch the video later, and we'll post the chat, the whole yes, live chat. I'd rather so. you come back for half the show next week than die mm. tomorrow morning mm. on your way to work or lose your job. She should have in a fiery mm. car wreck. That would be fucking awful. Now, now lose uh, your job and lose HBO and your internet and your cable and all that stuff. That would be awful. I came, I saw. I came, I saw, I left. Great name. She should have just said, listen, bitch, I killed Joffrey. <laughs> That's what she should have <laughs> She's saving that for later. Yeah. When and if you want the rest of your bag. kids to be next, bitch. Oh, God. So, oh, God, so, she's, so she says... I Elena, I hate Cersei. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. want Elena to take this bitch down. Okay, yeah. so, so she goes, I didn't... 
She goes, I didn't like your father. I didn't trust him, but I respected him. He was no fool. He knew he had to work with his rivals. And this show, and right here, this shows exactly the level of delusion and dumbassery that's inside Cersei's head. Because I think, I believe what she says here. She says, the Lannisters have no rivals. And it's just such a ridiculous fucking statement. Well, it's a very egotistical fucking statement. It's ridiculous. It on like sociopath. a, on like a, we're just above everybody else, and not like, sociopath. like we're gonna fucking come and attack you as like, you know, a rival. Now, <laughs> me so I can beat you because I'm better than you. And uh, narcissistic sociopath. Uh, Ren Renwood says, what a petty, dumb idiot she has just given Stannis a victory by starving her armies. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, don't worry about the ca- the caps. Don't, you know, you don't have to apologize for, for doing caps. Get the fuck out of the room, you did caps. Fuck these people. <laughs> Screw that you. way too dramatic. I can't. You're, you're, you're not allowed to comment for five minutes. Rah. No, well, fuck that. Fuck that. There's no catching here. Yeah, there's no catching. Go sit in the corner, corner for five and minutes. Tell you when you're ready to come out once you've come out. Cap, forget. No, no worries, no worries, my oh, friend. Oh, they did that to me in daycare. It started. Yeah, it was horrible. So then Cersei says, "All of us in daycare. I think I spent my my first kindergarten year yeah. in detention. Yeah, I spent most of my I spent most of my birthday sitting in the corner today. But so she yeah, says there will be. Place, she says there will be a trial where the High Sparrow will show evidence. I'm sure there'll be no evidence and he'll and Loris will be set free and we can keep going on as friends and we can forget that this conversation ever happened. Good day. You can leave my office now. Elena's like, okay, whatever, and walks out. And then Cersei stops writing. And as another trial happens, and this is where we really start to get to know the High Sparrow a little bit and see Jonathan uh, Jonathan Price at his best here, just being Jonathan Price, talking to Loris about the Renly rumors, about about his death, about... just, just about like, what about Joffrey? You, you, you were seeing that you were, uh, you were by Renly's side, and he's like, "Well, I served him, but what about Joffrey? You didn't, you know, he was your king. I was wrong to support Renly's claim, but I was forgiven by Joffrey, and I fought for him in the far from him in the end." And they're like, "You fought for him in Renly's armor. <laughs> Do you deny your fornication, your buggery, your blasphemy, oh. and never laid with Renly or any other man?" And he says, "Never." And never. 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 I do not buggery. No buggery. Pizza. No puffed up. No oh. bugging. No faggin'. No whoring. Oh, no cocksucking. No ass riding. No barebacking. No dirty Sanchez's. Thank you for no stalling, two Joe. Two in the stink and two more in the stink. So no backwards Charlie Hall on the side okay. of the highway. None of it. No rest stops. No under the footstall action. I did not tweet the picture of my dick. Okay, good. So and uh, so he steps down, and then he said, "Elena's like enough of that. We get, we gotta go." And he calls Marjorie to the stand, and he's and she's like, "What? You want to call me?" He says, "Yes. Kings and queens are not exempt from a holy inquest." Oh, and what have you done? So you she have sits, given your power away, you stupid. So so, so so excuse. So let me let me finish talking about this scene. So so uh, Marjorie sets up. And uh, she's in. How do you respond to these charges against your brother? Are they all lies? And she says, "Yes, they're all lies. Uh, nothing you said is the truth." Thank you. As Cersei and Tom and watch, and they bring in the hooker boy who goes right up there, and Cersei's smirking, and is like, "You little fucker, do you know this man?" "Yes, I know this man well." 
I know uh, Loris. How'd you come to meet him? I squired for him, and then we had intimate relations at night. And Loris is like, you liar. Anyone else that can support this claim? And he goes, Lady Marjorie. She walked in on us, and she didn't seem to mind. Oh, yeah. I, thought she, I thought he was going to say he, she joined us. Mm. To which Cersei goes, listen, stop this. You cannot say this about a great house. How dare you? How oh, we see right through you, you fucking twat. How could you prove this? How could how could you prove that this is true? And he says, "Well, he has a birthmark the side of size of Dorn on his backside." Oh, what a birthmark! Well, Look at yeah, here. no one could know can we, about can that. Can we see possibly. the birthmark here for a second? Uh, uh Joe, it's, it's a big foot. <laughs> this is Dorn right here. That's a nice little birthmark to have. It's an awfully vague shape, though. <laughs> a lot of birthmarks yeah, could be interpreted Yeah, as anything that's just long could look like Dorn. Florida, a penis. And he, Loris just freaks out and charges the stand and grabs and the kills and gets grabbed by the guards. Elena says, what's all this crap? And the High Sparrow says, we have decided there is enough evidence for a trial to charge Loris and charge Queen Marjorie. <gasps> and and uh, say he, she it's says, lying in front of... Too fucking stupid. To realize that if he doesn't stand up and order something, the king the the, the kingdom is lost. He needs he to is put no a longer stop king. To this. The fucking high sparrow is now king of the realm. Yes. You've just created the fucking pope, so, you asshole. So Tommen. Oh, I was the so holy disappointed Roman in pope. him. And she's screaming, oh, help I'm... me, help me, as Tommen just sits there. Uh I'm surprised he didn't even try to stand up and mm. do anything. That in his sweet, innocent little way, something. That really fact, disappointed guards, me. The king's guards stepped forward and started to draw their weapons, and King Toman puts up the hand and tells them to stop. And I think Cersei mommy's been coming into in Toman's. Yeah, Bill has a good question, a good point. Uh, <laughs> does, does Marjorie do this to you? Loris. Oh, oh, yeah. Now, you? Well, she started earlier and she's been continuing it through the relationship with Marjorie. Bill has a good point. Loris oh, yeah, should have said, This man, uh, he dressed me for combat in tournaments. Of course, he knew about the birthmark. Loris is an yes. idiot. Yes. Yeah, it's not a great secret. No. No, and, I, and right, right. He's he's seen me getting in and out of the bath. He's dressed me for tournaments. He's my squire. He's seen me in many intimate moments. Of course, he would have seen my my fucking Johnson. He lost my his cool. Mark, my whatever. He lost his cool. He shouldn't have. He should have stayed calm in that moment and attacked yeah. that with logic. Yeah, he yeah. panicked. He, he felt and he felt betrayed, Insulted, like much like Tyrion betrayed, did. Betrayed, panicked. Yeah. Okay, like, like, Allison. Allison's right. It's time to do Justin it. Beaver King. <laughs> no, but but Allison says, "Let's do it. Let's get to the rape scene." Okay, so off to Sansa, and oh, Sansa looks so pretty in her. She looks so pretty. Did you think they were going to do the wedding this quick? Wedding. The wedding really happened quick. I, I, didn't yeah, I, I think they felt they had to. Yeah, I didn't expect it this early. Like, it surprised no. me that it was happening in this episode. I expected it. Yeah. I expected a couple episodes down the more towards the end of the season. Yes. And to answer a couple people's speculations of will Stannis reach Winterfell by the end of the season and will there be an attack? Now I think there they're definitely will because a lot more know. needs to happen. Yeah. So, I'm still not convinced on that, on that part of it that he'll actually get there yet. I'm not convinced. It's quite a bit away. We so. only have four se- four episodes left. There's a lot to get. To. Dragon, no, Dragon says Tommen is never getting any again ever. Nope. Right? Nope. What nope. the fuck is wrong with you, I little boy? I think Tommen needs to have a knife to the back. Yeah, I'm I'm there too with that little boy. Just not only that, but you got to watch him watch fucking Mister 
Mr. Boots. What the fuck is this? Uh, I don't even care about his cat anymore. Sir Pounce. Mr. Pounce is going to get a knife Pounce. to the back of the head for his fucking uh, whoa, whoa, cowardice whoa, 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 against his whoa. mother. Hey. Okay, so so here Mr. we go. So look, so Sansa, she's looking and looking, and there's a knock on the door, and it is, uh, it's Miranda to draw her a bath so she can be nice oh. and clean for her new husband. So she gets in the bath, and she goes, you look so beautiful, and uh, you need to be clean because you need to keep him happy because he gets bored easy. You don't want to end up like the others. Sansa's like, what others? And she goes, uh... She goes, um, I don't know. Uh, it's good. And she goes, it's good to wash this stuff out of your hair. It's good to be red again. No more hiding. And she, and she goes, no, no. Tell me about the other ones. What do you mean get sick? And he goes, he got sick of them. He got sick of uh, this girl, Cora, who talked and talked. She was tall like you. He just got sick of her. Then there was Violet with the long blonde hair who got pregnant. And Ramsey was bored of that. Then there was Tansy, the sweet girl. She got sick. You know, you can get sick of a sweet girl. And I came with, uh, came with him on that hunt. You ever seen a body after the dogs got to them? Not so pretty anymore. Mm, and Sansa handled this. Awesome. And Sansa says, listen, what's your name? Miranda. Oh, Miranda. How long you loved him? You loved him your whole life. You thought you were going to be with him, right? And then I come along and ruin it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm Sansa, oh, St- I'm Sansa Starko Winterfell. This is my fucking house. And you can't fright oh. me here. And uh, Mar- Miranda gives her the, no, you have other things to be frightened about. And... Uh, <laughs> And she goes, okay, I'm done with your bath. You can finish your bath alone. And then she leaves. So we yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, no, she kicks her out. So we see Sansa getting dressed, and there's a knock on the door when she's all dressed. And it is none other than Theon Greyjoy, who's there to escort her to the Godswood to get married. Oh. Will you oh. take my arm? She says, no. Lord Ramsay said, I must take your arm. She says, I won't touch you, Reek. She's, he says, please, please. Does she call him Reek? I, was just I thought she that. did. I thought she said Reek. I will not touch you, Reek, but I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah, curious. Because that's an important thing. I don't know if she called him Reek. Like, in my notes, I wrote Reek, but I, because I I think she said, she said, I won't touch you something. And, and I was running late on time, so I didn't have time to rewind it. So I kind of just went with it. Yeah. But he's going to punish me if you don't take I don't care what he does to you. What makes you think I care what he does to you? As they head up, uh, lots of lights in the godswood as he brings her where the Boltons there, Roos and uh, Ramsey are waiting for her. Who comes to claim? Setup. What was that? I like the wood. It's a pretty setup. I yeah. thought it was I a like pretty fucking woodsy, uh, ugly wedding, wedding sweater. <gasps> Gray wedding, as some people call it. I didn't like the setup of the wedding in the godswood. That was cool. Yes, that was nice. But her outfit uh, was pretty. They could have. Uh, Not a fan. Yeah. And it made her look kind of Parthish. <laughs> Tommen couldn't win a Tommen couldn't win a slap fight against Robin Robin Aaron. <laughs> Sansa should have told Miranda to go away. Your stories bore me, says Drew Chronic. Right? Yeah, yeah. I lived in King's Landing. Get away from me, bitch. I lived with Cersei and Joffrey. And Joffrey, yeah. yeah you guys are get the fuck away from me. Stable girl. I had to watch yeah. my I had to watch my father's head sit on a pike and rot in front of me while while my my, okay, uh, Steel Saber said, slapped me, had his, you know, ha- brutes slap me around. Steel Saber says, uh, did not say reek according to subtitles. So I imagined that oh, in my own mind. Yeah. That was that was an audio hallucination by me. You might have said ever. Maybe, yeah, maybe. You may not have said a name. I'm, I want to know, curious. So, so uh, as uh, as they head up lots of lights in the godswood, who comes to claim her? Reek says, and Ramsey steps up. I from House Bolton, uh, head of the dread or heir to the dread fort in Winterfell, who gives her, and 
He says, I was waiting for fucking Stannis to come riding in like he was Sean Connery at the end of uh, Robin Hood. And I, I thought, I'm kind of hoping Sansa would stab him there. Say, <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna die. I'm stabbing you. Two you things I want to point out here. First, with something I forgot to say about Theon before we go too far, I loved in that scene when she's like, I'm not going to touch you. I hate you. And giving him that look, you could just read so much on the actor's face. Yeah. I want to tell you about your brothers. I want to tell you about your brothers. I can't because yeah. I just tell like, he's trying mm-hmm. to fight off the urge to tell her that Bran and Rickon are still alive somewhere. Yeah. All of that. He wants to save her. He wants to tell her the truth. He has such regret and guilt over all of these things that have led her to this place. Yes, he did an Bill's, amazing job. Bill says this should be called Red Wedding Part 2. No red during the wedding. Lots of red in the consummation. Ah, why a night? Oh. Farclad says, why a night wedding? Winter is here now. Bruce says, does Theon still have his balls? <laughs> I don't think so. Ren says... You know, everything's done in front of a heart tree can be seen by the Weirwood Network. Very good point. Brand somewhere is watching this whole fucking thing. Great point. I want to say, as far as whether or not he has his balls, I'm going to say, metaphorically, no. Uh, Physically, yes, I do believe he does still have his balls. He still still has his balls. Just he just lost. There's he has a little bit of balls. I think he just cut off his sausage. No, he is still struggling against the extreme torture and brainwashing that he has gone through. Or else we wouldn't see in him the desire to tell the truth, to save Sansa, to stab Ramsay. But he has no balls because he won't. Just because he wants to doesn't mean he has balls. You don't have balls until you do the thing that you were afraid to do in the first place. He has potential balls in there. Now. to exercise them because he is terrified. Now, Angus says, I'm really grateful they didn't make Reek get her ready. A lot of people are thinking that Bran, oh, w- Bran yeah. was watching. Bleak San says, the hate was reeking from her. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I gotta say this. What made me think Bran was watching wasn't necessarily the Weirwood Tree. And yes, I did think that when we, when they, as soon as they said, are you ready to go out to the Weirwood Tree? Uh, when she's getting her hair washed by Miranda and yeah. they show the dye falling into the water and the water is blue with the black. It looked really kind of eerie and kind of just something about that made me think of Bran for some reason. I don't yeah, know. it's the second time. And I've said I've I've also gone on record to say that the a crow we saw earlier, what well, cousin of Katie over there, I think was some sort of sign connected to that as well. But but whatever we we we'll see how that pans out into season six as we get back into Bran later. So, and the other thing I want to say here is that Theon refers to himself as Theon here, a Theon of house Greyjoy, who was, he her has father. to, he yeah, has to yeah, for, yeah, yeah. uh, it's, this is all very legal. This is, and it's very hard for him. Very hard for him to say that. Yes. 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 Yeah. Lady has to say it because Theon is the witness. Reek doesn't, yeah. isn't really a person. Now, lady is more Reek now than Theon. And struggle with these feelings he's having about Sansa. 100%. 100% too. True. Uh, Sansa now has her own balls. She's going to toast these guys, says Claudia. Bob, yeah, this is just going to be more more inspiration for her. Now, She's going through the ultimate pain 
after going through so much pain for so long, this is just gonna bolster her desire to get revenge and screw. So oh. hoping, who wasn't hoping that he was just gonna fucking find the fucking balls and take that motherfucker out? And what a, the fuck is wrong with you? Well, and again, oh. kudos to the actor because he really he played it up. Yeah, he yeah no. He was he actually was crying. He like, played I it up so it. well. And that scene, oh. was, that scene was simultaneously, as someone said it in the chat earlier, it was one of the hardest scenes I've watched on something in a long time. Yeah. Just someone we've seen grow like Sansa being put in that situation with such a psycho fuckhead. But the hardest part of the whole scene is sitting there staring at fucking Theon yeah. and just wanting him to act so much and seeing... And he doesn't. Oh, God. I just... Fucking, you just want to slap across the, just stab it, just fucking. Like, the, the, the hard part to watch should have been Sansa's face as it's dawning on her facing the wall, like taking her gloves off that she's about to get fucking, basically this guy's going to force himself on her. He's big fucking prick. Every word out of his mouth before this was lie. Oh like, my God. Of course she knew that, but, but it's not the horrible part of the scene is as an audience member, just begging screaming at your TV, fucking Theon, do something, you fucking coward piece of fucking shit. Uh, You're like, oh! Someone, someone's point... I was just as passionate, but not so much you coward piece of shit. Someone someone asked, was that Ned and Kat's bed that that was being done to her on, too? I think it probably was. It probably was. No. Roos is in in the main quarters. Roos is in the, with his wife. They're in the is probably in her in her child be, childhood bedroom there. Oh yeah. yeah. So and that's the end of our episode. Such a dark, horrible way I, to I end the episode. Ramsey wasn't the only one that nailed nailed it in that scene, right? Come on. Yeah. Theon uh, nailed it. Theon nailed great, it. Yes. Excellently acted scene on all fucking levels. It just really, really extremely well done. On many different on many different levels, I, I just I, I loved it. Like I mean, I didn't love it. It was a horrible thing to happen, but <laughs> oh, I loved that Sansa rape scene. It's it tough to tough. watch. It's tough <laughs> to watch. And how do and we think? I have to say, like this is something that we've almost been expecting Sansa to go through. Yep. Yeah, and they gave it to all us. of her oh, travels. It forced Joffrey, it on us with the Hound with. Uh, little finger and when she now... gets attacked when she gets attacked in King's Landing and the hound saves her and then threatens to rape her yeah yep and we've been we've been going through this and so what do you think happens from here does Sansa go for the help you think does she go I think she continues the long game that she believes little finger is is uh playing she, because this will, it's the only hope she has now this will galvanize her like it galvanized Danny when Danny was getting taken by Grogo. Yes. Ooh. Only she will fall in love. No. I hope not. I hope no. Not. She would. No, she, she wants not. to kill these people, and I think she's in her mind accepting that this is the sacrifice she has to make to get to the point where she can slaughter these yeah. fucking Ramses. Yeah. And she will. She will definitely slaughter Aww. these fucking Ramsey bastards. I definitely. I hope so. <laughs> I want to see her hands slaughtering these people. So should we should we play? Let's play our voicemail from Tim on his birthday. Let's see, let's see. Happy birthday, Tim! Happy birthday, Tim! Let's see, let's see if we can play this. Here we go. Yeah, hi, Joe uh, and uh, Katie Crow. Oh 
feel so happy for the hell, Phil. Yeah, so anyway, I uh, just wanted to, uh, you know, uh, call, uh, try out, like, this, uh, fucking number. <laughs> and uh, I want to, well, say, well, uh, talk about Cersei more. Specifically, yeah, can't lose more awesome. Cersei, Lannister, or Ragnar, Lothbrook. Yeah, Kettle's on. Really, I'm kind of torn up between the two of them. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so, uh, have a go show. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk about Cersei more. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> we got, definitely got some Cersei tonight. Thank you. Yes, we definitely oh, got some yeah. Cersei more. And thank you so much for leaving a voicemail. As, as we always say, if anybody wants to leave a voicemail, we'll play them at the end of the show. 781-990-8509. Thank you so much, Tim. It was great to finally get you to call in and share your thoughts. And you were so awesome going back and checking out all of our videos and leaving comments on some of the old Walking Dead stuff and and checking out Game of Thrones, which we, which I know isn't, you know, you weren't really into the show before, but you check it out just so you can be a part of the podcast. That means shit ton to us. Happy fucking oh, birthday. Wonderful. Happy birthday and thank you. So, someone here, someone here. it wasn't distorted audio. It was someone that's English isn't their first language. So they yeah, were. No, that's fine. So, Southeast says it was, uh, it was Rob's bed. Ah, it's Rob's bed. Oh. Very interesting. So, so. Oh, that's the, oh, the brother that uh, Daddy slaughtered. Yep. Very apropos. So let's get a let's get a couple more comments. Dude sounds drunk. Birthday drunk. Can't understand some steel savers. Uh, she'll probably know that uh, now she has more respect for Tyrion. My wait begins. She needs to follow Littlefinger's advice, and that's her only way of surviving. Says Rachel. Uh, it's the wisest move at this point. She doesn't know where else to go and who else to trust, so she has to go with the wisest path before her. Yeah. Angus says, "I'd boil Ramsay alive." Yeah, that's a good way. And how would everyone want to see Ramsay get killed? How, how what was every what would everyone's Ooh. that that's if I, I like the hot oil boiling treatment. <laughs> but this you is a that's that's. That's a good Please question for the comments. Yeah, for the comment section yes, below. Yes, yes, that it this is far the question the of the week. And you've and you've gotten to this question of the week. How do you want to see Ramsey killed? So guys, they should be killed together. So guys, like to so, thank you. So that could be a special side note of the killing of Ramsey if you want to involve Roos <laughs> or not. Roos uh, spawned his psycho. Yeah, but hey, you know. I want to see him dead. So, everybody, thank you so much for checking out this week's podcast. We will be back next week to talk more Game of Thrones. And please leave your comments if you have anything else to say during the week. Leave your comments on the video below. Or if you're watching this, oh, my gosh, we have someone calling? Do we have a phone call? Live caller? Do we have a live caller? Let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do a Oh, shit. Incoming phone call? Hello, you're on the Issues program. Hello. Can you hear me? I don't know if the person can hear me right now. Hello? Oh, I can hear myself. I'm hanging up on you. Please call back. I think we just got drunk dialed. Yeah, I think we got drunk dialed. Thank you so much for the drunk dial. But if you were trying to leave a voicemail, call back and leave a voicemail. The phone won't be ringing anymore. But anyways, guys, please check out all of our stuff, issuesprogram.com. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. We will be back next week to talk more Game of Thrones. Love you guys. Love you. Good night. Peace.